And we are coming down in three, two, one. Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Sheen Washable. Why don't we take that all through again? Let's start. Just start from the beginning. I was slow on my part, anyway. Good work. Good work. Fuck, man. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark. Sheen Washable. Nah. Solzy. <laughs> Jmart. And the Red Baron. No. See. Perfect. No, go, go go after yourself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're having a nice time here. Are we? I am. <laughs> All right, yeah. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk on our new format. 10 to 1. The last show before football season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Starting next week and for the 17 plus weeks following, you'll see Getting Sports with Drunk cutting out around 1245 <laughs> because we want to get ready for you. Um... <laughs> Souls. I agree. We're gonna leave Kyle here. Um, okay, next week. Got yeah. So another show. Uh, we'll do. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. Fantasy football. It's the last week. Before, like I said, last weekend before uh, we get before to kickoff. Before we get to the uh, regular what? season. Um, I know that our friend group is doing their draft later this week. Wednesday. Um, Wednesday night. It's a good time to do fantasy drafts because you know. Barring anything crazy from like a practice, you know, injuries are kind of out of the way until the season starts. Jerk McKinnon, that's a I shot at barring you, something. Um, but also, too, um, I don't think anything super crazy happened. But the forty-three man roster or fifty-three man rosters were uh, announced. I mean, they'll be tweaked throughout the week. But you know, it's a it's tough doing draft because there's times. I mean, I remember times in the fantasy football drafts where. I drafted a, an older receiver late in, like, the you know, 14th round. Just, you know, whatever. You know, throw him in for a bye week or something like that. He's going to get catches. And then, you know, the team decided he wasn't worth the seventeen $7 million, and yeah. they cut him. You know, that I mean, I don't think anything crazy like that happened this year, but it happens. So, anyway, so we're going to go uh, around the horn starting lineups. Uh, Solze. Solze's got uh, Jungle Crush. Bye. I have no idea. From City Steam Brewery here in Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, I have no, no, know nothing about this beer. Starting at I Shooting like Guard, also that. from Hartford, Connecticut. The Nectar of the Goats. <laughs> this is made by uh, Thomas Hooker here in uh, Connecticut. Oh, now, I, I haven't been to a Yard Goats game. Me neither. So I don't know if that's actually a sponsored beer, like if they have it on tap. But I'd imagine they do. They have a lot of Connecticut craft beers. Uh, starting at Small Forward... We have the uh, Suedo Sioux from the Toppling Goliath Brewery Co. Now, now this is a guy. Here's a guy. And Jamar needed no introduction. He needed no warning. The guy came in, pronounced the beer correctly and where it was from. Yeah. Solzinator, you could... <laughs> I don't know much about this one. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> wow. At Power Forward... <laughs> <laughs> From Boston, Massachusetts, clown shoes, <laughs> chocolate sombrero. Also, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and then at center, the heavy hitter from Chicago, Illinois, 
standing at 500 milliliters, Bourbon County Barley Wine. Get one clap for souls. <laughs> you get one clap. I'd like to give a review now. Um, no. Uh, Toast to Excellence. Um, I'd like to go first. I have three. We'll get them all out of the way. Uh, I think there's a... a it's a good chance th- one of them is going to be mine. There's a Toast to Excellence uh, that, uh, Kendall, um, there's a song I'd like you to queue up. Can you, can you do that? All right, I'm going now. Khalil Mack to the Chicago Bears. Let's let it go to the, the hook real quick, and then we'll, we'll cut it. Best defender in football. Arguably the best defender in football. I won't say best, but... He is right now. He's... He got his payday, six years. Second Souls. Come on, like you mean it. I don't have a good voice for this. <laughs> it's like whispering it over there. <laughs> Rogers, collarbone. All right. Turn it's because he doesn't have the lyrics video. Uh, I'm glad you had that ready. Um, uh, second Toast to Excellence goes to Manu Ginoli. You piece of shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. It has nothing to do. That's yours, too. You can take that one. No, it has nothing to do with uh, what your, yours is going to be. Mine is specifically to one stat. Manu Ginobili with the San Antonio Spurs, when he was in the starting, or not in the starting lineup, when he played games, the San Antonio Spurs won 72% of all their games, which is the most by any player that's played over 1,000 games. That's players including LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Michael Jordan, Pete Maravich, Bill Russell, Kareem, Wilt Chamberlain. Those are some heavyweight names. Manu Ginobili will never be in discussion for the GOAT, but that's a pretty mean stat. And last but not least, probably the best toast of excellence, the Buffalo Bills. For donating money to Andy Dalton's charity and showing a highlight package video and a giant thank you message when the Bills played the, the Bengals in preseason for, <laughs> for throwing a touchdown pass against the Ravens, right? Yep. Yeah. To, to send the Bills to the Super Bowl. Or to the, to the Super what Bowl. a magical <laughs> moment. To send the Bills to the playoffs. To the playoffs. Yep. And they're looking at a good 2-14 and 14 season coming up. All right. Jamar. To the Steelers front office for cutting Landry Jones. I know it made a lot of people happy in this room. You know what? Bring he's going to go to a team and he's going to be this for the rest of his career. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like the move, to be honest. I do. Here, Landry Jones, but Landry Jones does what a backup quarterback today is supposed to do. Yeah, he Browns week 17. In a four game, if Landry Jones has to play in a four-game stretch, he's going to get you two wins. That's what a backup quarterback needs to do in the league these days. How many teams don't have an actual backup quarterback that can go out and win them games. The Saints did the right thing. They went out and got Bridgewater. Called it. But they went out, you know, they got somebody that if something, heaven forbid, were to happen to Breeze, Bridgewater's the kind of guy that can go out with that offense and that defense and win games. We're not going to talk about that. Landry Jones did it for the Steelers, has done it for the Steelers. We want Mason. Yeah, I want him week one. Oh, he's not. <laughs> Kendall, toast to excellence? Uh, mine goes out to... Throwback uh, jerseys? No, 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 no. Uh, but Brent Selleck. Calling it a career, eleven great seasons. He's going into real. He's going into real estate. Philadelphia real estate. Recently, I like them. Here's a, have a free dumpster. Serious XM Radio. Been listening to a lot of NFL Network. <laughs> Machine. Mine goes out to Dylan Batantis of New York Yankees, first reliever in history to have five straight hundred strikeout seasons. A certain relative of Kyle's I saw was bashing him. Yeah, Chris Jankowski. <laughs> I think it was his brother. It was probably Brian. <laughs> I, I get confused because all my feed is like a lot of stuff and then it's one of them having an opinion <laughs> and the other disagreeing <laughs> on everything. I usually chime in on those. It's always 
I'd good like to banter. Ha- I'd like to hack into one of them, like, because they always they ha- they have to disagree with each other. So just like hack into like Brian's and just type, I'm the worst of the two brothers, and like, what's Chris has to disagree? <laughs> I can't agree with him. No, uh, no, no, I am. <laughs> I want them both on the show. Yeah, That'd be so hilarious. Say. We so have like we cross pick sides of me versus Kyle, <laughs> and then we'll have them versus each other. And then Mock and I are going to eat ribs uh, and rub them on our naked bellies. I'm all right with that. Souls, what do you got? Souls and Uh Mine's just to monitor Genobi for calling it a career. He deserves the, the Hall true, of Fame. Th- that's the true six-man goat right there. He deserves to own the Hall of Fame is what you're saying, right? No, the Hall of Fame in basketball sucks. <laughs> so when you, you say he deserves the Hall, are you saying that you think he's not going to make it? I don't think of me like a first or second or third ballot Hall of Famer. Are you high? Him. No. He, he, <laughs> he's second, first ballot. Second at worst. First, second at first worst. First ballot. He's gone. Why wouldn't he make a first ballot? I don't know. The first international uh, something. Yeah, but, but I just, what who, who's going to be available? Like, I don't know. I don't know what they're who's I'm saying, just going. look at the people that retired he's this going. year. I don't know how they're going to fucking do it. Everyone he's, gets in. He's gone. All right. Those specials. Wait, who was Manu Jin? No. <laughs> who was that again? Sasha Vucevic. <laughs> what? Oh, Kyle, Kyle, you were thinking of DeAndre Ayton. It's not like two dudes. That beer is very good. For you. So, All right. So, <laughs> we got shot trivia here. We had uh, we couldn't find the private stock bottle, so we made you with some thermos on Kendall's counter. So, if I can't, somehow the sediment rose to the top. I do see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's alive. It's a pretty gross private stock. Yeah. We've got uh, it's ten nips in there, two of each. We got a uh, Captain Morgan watermelon rum, Captain Morgan coconut cream rum, black spiced rum, coconut cream, uh, e and J peach brandy, and three sixty double chocolate vodka. And yep. the chocolate comes through surprisingly. So, uh, Kendall, you have a question? Uh, <laughs> Turbo tax. Yes, I do have. I do have a question. I was, uh, was going to say something about this uh, very uh, clamato uh, looking. It, it, it looks Clamato? like a smoothie that's been out. Yeah, it has that look too. Alright, uh, let me take my, my sip and I'll ask you a question. <laughs> well, I also it looks like curled one, semen so... and a bloody vagina. I wasn't here last week. doesn't mean you ask a question. Oh, well. it means you just take yeah. a shot. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I, I How have... did you guys, like, oh my, that was like the one time Kendall took the private stock and made a face. <laughs> that's, like, that's terrible. <laughs> Give it to Kyle, I have to take a shot. It's uh, Actually, yeah, Kyle Kyle owes two shots. I guess. Very, uh... Mark, did you take, did you take your shot from last week? Because nobody, I don't think anybody sipped from that private no, stock. No, we didn't do know. the private stock at all last week. Also, did you lose the week before? No. So, no. Damn it! Basically, it's just what happened. Jeff did, but I stepped in for him last week. <laughs> Every other week, I'm basically the loser. That's kind of the trend that's been happening this entire <laughs> time we've broadcasted. Every other week, you're the winner. That's right. Coconut, <laughs> baby. Now you owe two, son. You owe two. Don't put the cap on. Come on. we got a show to do. Ooh, Come on. Get in the bucket. Oh my god. <laughs> this is the worst one out of all of them. Paul finally did it. God, he's waving it around with the top it's off. It's sitting <laughs> in my fucking chest. He's like rubbing his sternum. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Double up on that. <laughs> Give it a mock. Pass it over. Uh, you know what the best god, part I is? I thought that was him. You know what the best part is? I, I've got a lot of ideas for some really gross private socks that I'm going to start moving forward on. And two certain people at this table are going to be missing some shows That's, or leaving early and stuff like that for, for some baseball Listen, coaching. we get a waiver. We're helping the youth. <laughs> That's worse than the Thanksgiving one. No. Ooh, don't <laughs> tell me that. <laughs> the Thanksgiving one was good. The, don't shut your fucking whore mouth. Come on, gravy and bourbon? That's like a dream for no, me. That's, and mashed potatoes. Yeah. Uh, I, think the, oh, I think the gravy Intr- is what got me on that. Or the match. Are you baby. kidding me? Get on the gravy train, baby. <laughs> I think that's one for Jeff now. <laughs> I think I had one anyway. I was just waiting to see if I get called on it. 
Rebecca. Poison. You want to taste it? Oh, yeah. She's in on it. <laughs> no, no one ever oh. wants to hear Kyle say that in their direction. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Woo. Ooh, don't smell it. Put some yeah. hair on your chest. Mm-mm-mm. Come on, Rita. All right, we'll You're on the show. <laughs> Over ice? It's not that bad. <laughs> I feel like uh, Austin Powers. Oh, nope. Here it comes. <laughs> the cream really comes through. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry. Oh, come on. That was an around the horn. It's not an around the horn. You all owe a shot. Try it, man. That's weird. I'll get to it at some oh, point. Oh, no. It's not good. You We're know, doing a fantasy show. You don't think there's going to be a lot of fuck ups coming in? Yeah. Plus, I don't know if I can drink it while I'm drinking this. Oh, that's that was. I'm sorry. Mm. I got awesome powers right. coming in my chest. All right. So we're g- question, yeah, time. question time. Question time. Oh, yeah. question. That's what I do. Uh, so so we're the leading point getter in the NBA. So DeAndre Hopkins had uh, a receiving low against two teams, the Broncos and the Saints. What is that number? It's the same number for both. Same number. 48, 48. yards. Wow. <laughs> Did he just box you out? 49. <laughs> Price is right, baby. 48 and a half. <laughs> uh, 52. Uh, I'm going to say 39. Oh, shit. 36. Damn. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've been really close. Yeah, Paul's been pretty spot on. I've been within like five on every single thing. You held Hopkins to 36 yards. Wow. Well, you we almost said the same thing at the same time. Real, you know uh, what that means. Real nasty aftertaste you go, you on that. You said it first. Oh, fine. All right. So, Speaking of rules, <laughs> fantasy show. Okay, I like you. We got fantasy. What time we got? Hockey. Ten fifteen. So, so probably until, wrap it up for ten thirty. Everybody's here, right? We're all here until one o'clock. No one's no yep. one's skating out early. We're all good. Yeah, I gotta leave at ten thirty. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, we get a Domino's guy in here soon. So it's rough. We, that gets worse. Um, format wise, because uh, the fantasy show has the ability to kind of be all over the place. If I have to do um, that one more time, I might throw it. We, you know, there's certain topics and stuff we're going to get stuck up on and stuff like that. So today we're going to we're gonna try it. We've been flirting with doing this format anyway. So today we're going to try the hour and a half on, take a, a little bit longer of a break, like maybe like 10 to 15 minutes, and then come back for another hour and a half-ish to close out the show. That way we can keep things going. Got um, some spiral hams on right now too, right? Oh yeah. Good. Um, so, like I said, we're talking fantasy football. So, we're going to get the obvious thing out of the way, right out of the gate. Uh, Souls did a lot of homework. Um, he, he forgot, forgot the notebook, notebook at home. Yeah. But he's got, <laughs> if anybody knows Souls... Yeah, I got everything in my head. No. There's he, no common he, sense up there, but when it comes to... He's been called the rain man of fantasy yeah. football. <laughs> you know, he sees that same line to all the teachers. Where's your homework? Well, I got it in my head. <laughs> my grade speaks for it, as you can see. <laughs> Geometry. So we're gonna talk <laughs> and things. summer school. We've got some stuff that we're gonna talk things like uh, obvious <laughs> sleepers, um, people that you know shouldn't be drafted at all. People or, you know should stay away from uh, potential you know later in the season waiver pickups, uh, PPR uh, dominant. I almost said PPRN. Uh, <laughs> um, talking uh, some rookie of the year or not rookie of the year, but like rookie sleepers. I mean, obviously people like Saquon Barkley are gonna be drafted, but. Where should you be looking at, in our own opinion, you know, we're not experts, but Kyle is. Speak for yourself. Kyle's the sports insider. (laughs) Outsider. Um, That's not even good. But we're going to, you know, talk about some, you know, rookies coming in, you know, maybe where they should get drafted and uh, things like that. Everybody ready? Oh, I'm ready. Let's get it. All right. So let's start with the obvious one. I'd like to kind of do a semi-quick around the horn with it, get it out of the way, but I I always think it's good for discussion base. Uh, Standard 10-person league. Who are your 10 first-round picks? 
Who are the ten people that need to go in the first round in in every fantasy league? Well, it, it doesn't have to be in a specific order. Did you say eleven? Oh, no, I was about to say Lev Bell. Oh, Eleven so, Jensen. I, I was, was going to start. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> so I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do it in any specific order, but for me, in a in a ten round draft, it goes: Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, um, Odell Beckham Jr., um, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, I had it in my head, too. Who was the other one that I had in my head? Jim, Damn it. Jim Graham. <laughs> Jim Graham. Jim Graham. Um, Saquon Barkley. And for me, for this year, I say at, uh, at, at 10, uh, I say Alvin Kamara. For me, that it, assuming you're in a, I mean, now I hate the whole debate on whether you're in a PPR league or not, because realistically, if you're not in a PPR league, the only thing you're losing out on is the point for the catch. A receiver's still getting points for the, for the yards they're getting. PPR makes a big difference. No, 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 I understand that, but I'm saying, but like, like if you have the first overall pick, oh, then it doesn't matter, right? Exactly. <laughs> you're not going to take Elliott over Bell just because it's not PPR, because Bell's still going to get points for yeah. the yards he's going to yeah, be yeah, catching yeah. the football for. <laughs> oh. So the only thing you're missing out on from Bell is the points. For the receptions, but he's going to, you know, but it's not like Elliott's going to get as many of those. So for me, that's where it stands. I think, you know, I think the, the Atlanta Falcons have poise to do better this year offensively. Um, defensively, I think they're going to struggle, but I think, you know, Julio Jones coming off a bust year, I still think he's a must take in the, in the first round. Anybody else cheer, care to chime in? Anybody have any differences? Yeah. Um, so do I. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me tell you why you're <laughs> <Yeah>. wrong. Uh. <laughs> I just personally don't believe that Gronkowski is a first-rounder. I don't believe a tight end should be picked in the first round. Okay. I think you have to put in Fournette or you put in Hopkins in, this, in the first round. Okay. That's fine. Um, I put Gronkowski because, I yeah, put Gronkowski because you look at the tight ends in the situation. You look at Gronkowski, Graham, Olsen, Kelsey. Oh, Ben Watson. And after that. You're after after those four tight ends. That, that, that now you're starting to talk about tight ends that are going in rounds five, six, seven, eight. Like those are top notch guys. So I mean, I agree with you. I don't think a tight end normally would go in the first round. But when you look at the amount of productivity that those four tight ends can give you, um, how many times just the five of us alone in our fantasy leagues that we've done in the past, how often have you played a tight end week to week? Because they just don't give you the production. You don't get the same production out of them. I mean, look at people like big game Gary Barnage. Look at guys like Kobe Fleener. You know, yep. look at guys like Martellus Bennett. You know, these are all names that should have been doing big things. And they don't... Julius Thomas, ever since he's left the Broncos. I mean, these are names that are supposed to give you good production numbers, and they don't, so you often play a tight end week to week. If you have a Gronkowski who... I mean, Jim Graham might overtake that role. Um, I think Kelsey overtook that role last year with Smith. He was the guy. But Gronkowski, in my opinion, right, as of right now, until we see the the Rodgers offense through Graham, Gronkowski's <clears> the tight end that you don't, you know, I mean, I know injuries, obviously, but like, point-wise, he's the tight end that you don't have to worry about putting on your bench until his bye week. That's why I threw him in. Just because of, same thing with running backs, it's always so running back heavy because of the lack of productivity at the running back position, that's why I put him in. Running backs are very thin. I, um, I have two different names that you didn't have on there. Kyle touched on one of them with Hopkins. But uh, I this season, I put Melvin Gordon over Kamara. Only only because I think Kamara's very good, um, but I want to see what he is on his own. The reason I said this season was because Alvin Kamara is going to be the premier back for, what, four weeks? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so, what I mean. 
So the only reason I put it is because we've kind of, we've seen what Melvin Gordon will do on a regular season, and I think Philip Rivers has a little bit more weapons to work with now, which I'm not going to say is taking away from him, but in the receiving game, I think it's going to take away from him. It's going to open the field for him up running, but I just, for Alvin Kamara, like he's going to get, the, I think, the same amount of touches as a receiving back, but now he's going to be more workhorsing it for the, at least the first four games. And I do, I do think that when Ingram comes back, that number is going to drop significantly, whether or not it stays consistent, just because, much like the Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard thing, they're two different running backs. Yeah. On third and one, you're, you know, Kamara's not the guy that you want going straight up the middle trying to fight for that one yard in a a 43 defense where you have seven guys blitzing. To, to Gordon's credit, he's like a traditional running back. Yes, you can do, Which, he can do it all. I, I think Gordon this season is going to have, I mean, we, we've already seen him kind of break out, but I think he's going to have a dynamite season this year. For me, it's tough, though. The Chargers have a, they're, they're a pass-heavy offense. And with Keenan Allen and with potential Mike Williams, you have. Yeah, because they're not injury-prone. No, I, oh, I sorry. What? I get it. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just being a dick. Uh, all right. So let's wrap it up. Uh, I agree with most of those. I'm just going to try to fire off 10 in my head real quick that I feel should be first round. Uh, Bell, Brown, Jones. Um, oh, you're in foot massage. Yeah. Uh, I guess if you were going to go quarterback first round for whatever reason, uh, Rodgers, Breeze, um, all right, so moving on to Jeff. <laughs> no, it, no, I'm sorry. I love Breeze, and I think Breeze, you know, I think Breeze should be round. one of the top quarterbacks taken every year, but not a first-rounder. And his points significantly uh, dropped just because of the more balanced offense. Yeah. I, I think people wait on him, and then someone gets him, and like, ah, oh, I wish I should have had Breeze. Every year someone's saying that. Oh, I wish what, I had Breeze. I traded him last year for a guy that I think wouldn't be that bad of a pick in the first round, uh, Deshaun Watson. I would, I would have no problem picking him in the first round. See, he, he's a guy, just like uh, everyone's super high on Dalvin Cook. We saw them look fantastic for a few games. Short sample size. For a few games. and 20 touchdowns. Oh, again, time. listen, I think Watson is going to be a stud. It's, it's my same gripe. Uh, tell me, I want, argument, I want serious arguments for why Saquon Barkley is rated higher for fantasy draftings than Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard, I understand Jordan Howard isn't the best back in the league, but Jordan Howard's played two years, has 2,000-plus yard seasons with six, seven touchdowns on this each season, and Saquon Barkley hasn't taken a snap. I understand Saquon we, Barkley is very highly rated. Same thing with Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. I know we said the same thing. Very highly rated, and Ezekiel Elliott did. He went out and murdered it, and I'm sure Saquon Barkley's going to do the same thing. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I do. I think Saquon Barkley's going to be an absolute stud until the ACL turn in Week 7. Hey, ho, 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 but, um, <laughs> ho, 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 ho. No, but it's just, like, group for not, me, like, fantasy ranking-wise, I have no problem with Saquon Barkley being rated over so higher, like, somebody like a Delvin Cook or any of the backs in New England or, you know, like, uh, like Carlos Hyde, things like that, because he's going to be good. We know that, blah, blah, blah. But when you have a proven stud, somebody like a Jordan Howard, that, I mean, a thousand yards, if, if he's getting you six touchdowns and a thousand yards in a season, he's giving you points during, throughout the fantasy. So, I don't know, that's my take on it. Other than All that, right. Gurley, Bell... Pretty much no gripes about anyone else. Rita, we're going to make, make you live here. All right. So, Rita, you good? Got your mic? Got your yeah. headphones? You good to go? Private yeah. stock. Private stock, yeah. <laughs> Funnel. Um, all right. So, I wanted to dive into this real quick. Um, so, I texted the boys uh, earlier in the week that I had a little surprise for them for the show. 
I like to be called the fellas. <laughs> All right, fine. The uh, the hoes. No, the fellas. Oh, sorry. The bitches. Sorry, fellas. That's a funny way to say hoes, <laughs> Um, No, but so uh, the surprise doesn't extends to Rebecca as well. Um, she's here every week. You know, we shit on her. She's a terrible person. We get it. You know, if we had our choice, she'd be in like Uzbekistan, but nice. she's, she's here. So we love you by association. Thank anyway, you. Anyway, so so take um, a shot. So what I'm gonna do is, Rebecca, do you have a pen over there? What color? Uh, so why did you have to say that? Yeah. <laughs> so that's private stock now. So you can go ahead and do that before nope, I get it. Sorry, sense. those are the rules of the show. Jeff, what do you say? You pass that yeah, down. Pass to that her. over to her. It tastes just like a smoothie. Strawberry banana. Yeah, don't let our don't reactions like before. Well, you don't like that one. Smoothies just, don't just like do you it. either. But what is floating in it? <laughs> we don't know. Kendall didn't wash that cup. I no, did. it's, it's I not. Did. It's from the rum. Come on, just do it. We got stuff to do. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're on a schedule here. What? Schedule. Take another one. Nah. All right. <laughs> See, that's how you do it. <laughs> it's the grenadine that really gets you. Just pour it in. Grenadine and it's red wine good. vinegar. It's not the aftertaste. All right. So, give this to Jeff and pass this around. Because silent live fantasy draft on the show. Look at that. Wait, how are we going to do it Wait, can silent? I have the blanket now? Yes. What? It's hot out. Can I have the blanket? That's another one. No. Swine. <laughs> <laughs> I like the tape job. Yeah, it, it, it was it was a real bitch to do. Oh, what wait. kind of tape is that? Oh, it's duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty straight it's for the most part. Yeah, I'm just glad this information here was not so in Kyle's everyone's hands. getting a, everyone's getting a pen, and they're getting fantasy football 2018 rankings. I know because this is a surprise thing. Um, so it's got your top 30 quarterbacks, your top 50 receivers, top 50 running backs, top 20 tight ends, top 20 defenses, top 15 kickers. You also have the other sheet is every team's bye week. Um, the bye weeks are also actually listed in parentheses next to the player on the ranking sheet, mm-hmm. but just in case you wanted to go by team. You have your pen so you can scratch off things when uh, players are picked. Um, and in the microphone, just a sound of paper. <laughs> I'm not wearing my draft pants. <laughs> So, Just give me back all the pens. Whoa, no. whoa, whoa. We'll fucking do what we want. No. So everyone want a pen? pen? I need a compliment. I need I need a pen. <laughs> I like your beard. Purple if you have it. You're it's a beautiful good. human being. Dark or nice light? Nice try. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> You're good enough. Oh Kendall, god. The board. <laughs> you threw it short. Okay, so uh, I did I did the random I did a random generation last night of how this was gonna go, so Jeff, you've got pick one. Uh-oh. Souls is two. <laughs> Rebecca, you're four. <laughs> Kevin, you're five. And I'm six. Snake draft. We are going to do a silent draft. We're going to talk fantasy throughout the whole show. Keep the, the flow going because oh, avoid gonna... stagnants. So the way it's going to go With is the... you're going to have um, 90 seconds or so to keep your pick. Now, you know. With the... Did you see 18 on the tight end system? What? Where, I was asking Kendall if you saw number 18 on the tight ends list. Who is it, Charles Clay? Wait, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, it's a shame because 21 would have been Chris Craig. <laughs> <laughs> they had to cap it at 20. <laughs> so we're going to do a uh, 90-second clock. Um, I'll keep track of it over here. You know, it, you guys have a general idea that, you know, when you're on the clock, I don't expect you to be on them, like, talking nonstop. Yeah, you guys are gonna make your pick. So the way this is gonna work is, it's like I said, it's a silent draft. No talking about the draft. 
When you see a name go up on the board, don't stop what we're talking about to be like, why the fuck did you pick him? Well, that was my guy. None of that. So the way it's going to work is you have your pick. You're going to text it to me. Okay. That'll be your pick is in. And then what I'll do is, is I'll kind of, you know, I'll just do one of these so that you guys get, you know, a wave to get your attention. And I'll write the name up in the board. Okay? I'm going to put on bat- so battery save mode. You might, see there's a, you might see that there's a lot of rows here. Yeah. We're doing a very not mock-friendly league. No waivers. Okay. So the way this is going to work is, and if you guys want to take your pens out to start writing, Rebecca, yes, I see your question, but if you guys want to write this down, this will be a very point-heavy league because there's only six of us. So here's your starting lineups. Two quarterbacks, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a non-quarterback flex, a kicker, and a defense. 11 starters every week. No punter? No punters. Damn. I would have picked up John Ryan um, playing for the free agents. That guy's fucking your wife. That's right. That's a, that's a fake meme, Kendall made. It's a real meme. I didn't make it. Um, just give that to Rebecca. Um, so, this is the way it's going to work. This is much like a league I did a long time ago, and I was a big fan of it. We're doing 17 rounds today. Make your picks. You know what your starting lineups are. There's no cuts. There's no waivers. So, draft accordingly. At the end... Of week four, um, we will do a supplement draft. Players that aren't picked are open to be picked. Any that's your waiver. One waiver. One waiver for the whole season. Everyone will get four extra picks that we will make. We can do them live on the show. That'll be shorter and obvious. Everyone obviously is gonna have to do their homework. Um, receivers, you know, you got to keep note of people that that aren't drafted that are kind of making some noise or looking like they're gonna start making some noise. There's also the IR spot. So in the first four weeks, if you have a guy that ends up going on injured reserve, whether Jake it's McKinnon. whoever it is, if you've got a guy that goes on injured reserve, so the way it's going to work is they have to miss a significant amount of time. If they're out for three weeks with an injury, you got to wait it out. Okay. Because um, it's going to be by it's going to be for week four. Um, we'll call it. What do you want to do? Six weeks or more? Eight weeks or more? Half six. a season? We'll do six. Six. All right. So if they're out for six or more weeks, you get a. You, for every player that's injured for that amount of time, you will get a, a another pick to replace that player. The way the injured reserve player thing works is, say you draft David Johnson, he goes down for the year, or he goes down for eight weeks, you pick somebody else to replace him. When David Johnson comes back, the decision needs to be made, do you cut David Johnson or do you cut the guy you drafted? Most op- In most instances, that's going to be the guy, but we've seen it before where a backup steps in and absolutely kills him. This was like last year. I just want to make so a point here that Flacco is above Sam Bradford. So fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nesson. You know what's funny though? I was listening to some stuff that uh, this this list is a little different, but they were talking about um, for NFL rankings. I thought this was very interesting. Of the top, I think it was the top twenty quarterbacks in the NFL. For actual NFL rankings, like this, I got, I just got this because it was printer friendly and it was quick. It was from Nesson. Um, but uh, of the top twenty quarterbacks for NFL's rankings, believe believe it or not, and I, fourteen of them are NFC quarterbacks. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, fourteen. The only two that weren't on the list were Mitchell Trubisky, who has obviously to prove, and then Sam Bradford. But I mean, Sam Bradford has played well. Just always, you know, made a glass. So, um, I mean, I have scoring parameters if you guys really want them. 
but it's it's relatively. What was it one point PPR? That's all I really want to know. PPR league, yep. Um, it's uh because because of the multitude of positions, it's uh five points for touchdowns across the board: passing, running, receiving. Five oh. points. Uh, point for ten yards, both receiving and running. Um, defense is pretty standard. Um, it's, I'm not really going to break down all the because there's a lot of different categories that go into it. It's not really going to affect your defense, but that's something to keep <clears> in mind as <throat> defensive kickers. You know, if you draft, you know, you draft somebody that's got a week six bye. You know, now you got to pick: do you want to draft a second defense, or are you going to eat the zero points that one week to have another skill player? We can do trades too. Trades, trades can happen, but there's no waivers. And after week four, unless you really go on the injury train, Jeff, um, you're stuck with what you got. You got tw- you'll got you have 21 players. All right, Jeff, I'll trade you your second-round pick for my first round next year. Decline. Uh, that guy's getting hurt. Yeah. Someone's getting hurt you because just, Jeff turned it down. You just blew a big-time sucker. <laughs> so does anybody have any questions about this? No, sir. Here yes, Levy on. What, <laughs> what do I need to be keeping track of? Oh, what's that? Kyle? You don't need no, to be no. keeping track of anything. Piece of shit. Oh. I just wanted to make sure that you weren't sitting there doing homework and not paying attention. Fix in. Yeah. And you have okay. a, the tendency to kind of spoil well, surprises. The, the other thing too is, and you know, I'm not doing it as a shot, but out of the six of us, you have the least amount of football knowledge. Oh, I'm aware. So I figured, you know, that you know, you're the main reason that this sheet exists. Thank you. So you can look at it, and if you want to do some research on players, oh, I'm not like doing that. research. I'm just. Oh, I didn't realize the Lions played in Detroit all this time. <laughs> <laughs> Another yeah, one, Oshkosh. You got a good chuckle out of souls there. All right, so, um, fix in. I wasn't listening. Is this a snake draft or no? What is this a snake draft? Yes. Okay, thank you. Serpentine. Um, souls draft. Turpentine. <laughs> Turpentine. So, I got that. Huh? Is everyone good? I missed it. Let's get it. Everyone excited to do the draft? Yeah. All right. I'm ready. This works out really well. I know Mock was complaining about only being in one league this year. Two teams. Rebecca was complaining uh, the other day about not being in a league this year. Now she's got one. Oh! Jeff Jeff gets to watch even more players ruin their careers. That's right. Kendall, you get to finish in last in another league. <laughs> Excellent. Kyle? Kyle's going to draft paper. I'm going to break it so you lose. Because <laughs> this is what's going to happen. Either you're going to lose or week 17 is coming around and I'm just going to put a bullet in Antonio Brown. Anyways, let's glad uh, I called that guy. <laughs> Mark did call me. He called me. <laughs> so, right, uh, Rebecca, actually, you know what you can do? Well, if you're not going to be doing research and stuff, if you don't mind while you're doing it, since you have the laptop, is you have it plugged in, I'm assuming, or can plug in. Uh, plug so my in, phone doesn't die because I'm going to be doing all the text messages and stuff like that. Jeff's already got his first pick in. Um, can you kind of do some sort of thing Ooh, for like it? a timer? 90 seconds? I do you want know. sound or no I know sound? You. Who is it? No sound. Just, you know, like... Because you can't say, I knew it after he says who it is. I'm going to just be sure. So How long? It? It's going to be 90 seconds. Wide receiver? Are you guys serious? You're wrong. <laughs> Spoiling all the fun. So, <laughs> right. so we're good? Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. That's why everyone was wondering, why is With Paul the... sitting in Uncle Bob's chair? Paul's got a right. Well, we figured, yeah. I mean, yeah, I knew you were bringing the board. <laughs> I did you guys, did anybody know? No. No. Do you guys have an idea about this at all? Kyle? Nope. It was really hard because I was at Kyle's house this morning and I was hiding from him in Aunt Walker's office with the door closed. And I opened it up. I was like peeking around. I'm like, Kyle around here? She's like, like, no. I'm like, okay. Can I use your printer? She's like, I don't have any ink. I was like, it's fine. Fill it with semen. <laughs> All right. 
What the? What? <laughs> I'm not ready. Oh my god. Oh. So, so I have a question. Are you going to write and then turn the board? Yeah. I like that. Oh, okay. Well, I see if I had something. Oh, you know what? You guys, Ooh. go ahead and talk. <laughs> talk about yourself. Swivel stool? Ooh. We're not supposed to talk about the draft. But We're what a... I'm saying is, how are we? Gonna, if the board is facing him, how are we going to know? Really, uh, just want to call Kyle out here. He's going, I know who you picked. And the first thing he says, oh, is it a wide receiver? <laughs> You're going to wait until he wrote it down and then say, oh, I knew it. No. <laughs> yeah, you were. A hundred percent you were. Wide receiver. Oh, who is it? Who would you think, though? Antonio Brown. No. <laughs> Don't think it's Clearing off the shelf. Nothing's being destroyed here. What <laughs> See, it's a good thing we brought that shelf now. Oh, now. Oh, now. Looks good. Like Look it was that. meant to be. I know it. There we go. Everything's broken. <laughs> it's Can on you fire. Can you hear me okay? Yep. Yeah. Everything good? good? All right. So I'll just stand and, you know, instead of sweating in a seated position into all my crevices, it'll just drip. Right. It'll flow. It'll, it'll flow. flow. It'll catch in the basin that is my ball sack. Nice. All right. So... so the Souls, you, you're going to lead the charge in the fantasy talk. I think, right. Real quick, I think the private stock, if it's a unanimous, why the hell did that person pick that person? They'd take a drink. Right. <laughs> so at the end of the show, though, what we are going to do is, um, so we don't leave, because I'm assuming, you know, everyone here, for the most part, is going to be able to pick relatively quick. Keep in mind, because I'd like to finish this before we go off the air. So at the end, what I'd like to do is, is you know, to the listeners, do a recap of everybody's team. We'll, we'll uh, make a post. It'll be out there. Well, no, but I'd like to do it on the air. Oh, okay. What I'd like to do if we can. Let's get it on. We, we don't have to get into the every single player when we go through like, the first couple rounds. What I'd like to do is I'd like Jeff, you know, for example, to announce maybe like his first four or five picks, and then we will do an around the horn giving legitimate draft grades. Because everyone loves getting that email from Yahoo or ESPN. Big fan of it. Yeah. Mock's all about it. Me. Everyone everyone loves the C plus, B minus they get. Um, I always get an A plus, but I never win. <laughs> it's a load of shit. I get a C and I win. Injuries. Yeah. Injuries. I'm waiting for the draft. Kyle gets an A and he's like, fuck. Anyways. All right, so Rita, are you ready? Yes. All right, so Jeff's already got his pick in, so you can just, when you start the clock, it'll be for Kyle, which I'm sure he already has his pick too, but. No, he's going to draw it out. <laughs> I'm going to take the full 90 right, seconds. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and write the first pick on the board, and then uh, Kyle, start leading some fantasy discussion. Yeah. So what we're going to talk about right now is... It's fantasy. We know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Just start talking about it. All right, running backs, bro. This year, the fucking line is thin. You think the line's thin? Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think it's thin. I think it's very top-heavy. Yes. Because after the, the second round, you're thinking to yourself, why the <laughs> fuck would I pick this guy? But that's the thing. Like... You got to kind of look at it. Who's going to get the opportunities? And and the guy may not be an absolute stud, but as long as he's getting the opportunities, there's always that chance each week he can put up points. He's Marcus right? I got a, My, a couple of running backs that I have in mind that are down on the list, but I think could be by the end of the year we're talking about them more than the guys on the top of the list. I don't know if Joe Mixon takes the leap, but I think he can. I was thinking Mixon. And Derrick Henry is. See, that's one person. I, I want to see if he adapts to a receiving back. I um, I said it late last season. I think Derrick Henry is on his way to like take over. To he's be a, a fucking monster. He's he is a stud, but he's quick too, which is just crazy. All right, Kyle. <laughs> but um, Wait, don't worry about the clock. Don't worry about it. 
I mean, I, I like Derrick Henry. I, I drafted him in one of my other leagues, and uh, Kyle kind of gave me a no on it. And I, I picked him because I did wait on running backs, for sure, and I, I can't remember who I picked with the first running back. I just can't remember. You took Jordan Howard. Thank you, Kyle. He knows my team better than I do. <laughs> looked at looked at it once. Um, but yeah, he's I, a sick bastard. <laughs> but I still like him as a player. Well, I think he can put up points. Yeah. Like My thing is, the Titans are a team that I don't like to take players from. Now, and why? It, and it's because... Didn't you draft Delaney Walker? Because they play below the Mason-Dixon? Is that the reason? Well, it's because, well, the Titans have two running backs, okay? They have Derrick Henry and they have Deion Lewis. Oh, come on. You know... System running back. That's not true. Deion Lewis? He's, he's going to be the pass catcher. And I'm sorry, but Derrick Henry doesn't impress me. He's like he's like DeMarco Murray. How? Because he, he's a north-to-south runner. If you try to go to the outside, it's not going to work. And he didn't catch passes well either. Well, that's why I said if he takes the leap and catches passes. That was my whole thing. He's got to adapt his game because a one-dimensional back only scores touchdowns and wins rings, (laughs) but he's still one-dimensional. He reminds me a lot of another one-dimensional running back. Well, Garrett Blunt is a power back. That's it. That's it. You can you can take that. Well, like, he's that guy though that doesn't four hundred receiving really. yard season. That's why the Patriots had four running backs, and that's why the Lions have four running backs. Well, listen, the Lions have four running backs. They're trying to figure it out. They haven't had a yeah. run game in yes a decade. No, I'd like to work on a little bit too if we can while we're doing the fantasy stuff. Talk about you know some NFL stuff like you know because it all incorporates together. But is anybody else at this table surprised that Amir Abdullah did not get cut? I, yeah. I think he's still going to get cut. I don't think he's going to. I think they're going to. I think what they're going to do is. I think they're trying to trade him. They're trying to get a team that you know might need a running back. I think they're going to hang on to him, and maybe by like week two or three, maybe not get some productivity out of like a team that's thin at running back or is doing what the Lions are doing, and they want to change it up. And because I, I think, I think they're just trying to wait. You know, because Amir Abdul is a sixth round pick guy. Well, last that's what he's year worth. wasn't this but, his best season last year. But maybe he waits for week three. But Maybe week three comes around and get an injury, and all of a sudden now he's worth a fifth or well, fourth round pick. Well, think about it. I mean, we saw it yesterday. McKinnon just went down. True. So, I mean, there, there is going to be a market for Abdul. Abdul. But, like, also, but the Lions drafted the rookie, Kieran Johnson. They have Blunt. They have Riddick. So you have a bunch of guys that are... A lot of one-dimensional talents there. We don't exactly. Even, at least one of them, anyway. I don't know nothing about Kieran Johnson. I don't but, know nothing about <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing You think about, about it. Blunt is just wow. the between-the-tackles guy. And, uh, I have bad eyesight. <laughs> and Riddick is a strict pass catcher. He's not good between the tackles at all. No. So, I mean, the the rookie kid they just brought in, if, if he can be something of, you know, the two of that together. You can put the other two out of a job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while I won't agree with the one-dimensional, what I will agree with is every time Blunt gets onto the field, they they know how to play him. As a defense, if you're aware enough, you should know how He's to play He's a red zone guy. Exactly. But, I mean, I'm still going to defend it to the death. He may be a power back, yes. But he's a very, very elusive power back. I mean, he, he's got good, you know, side-to-side speed, no doubt. But Hurdles. <laughs> he's not a guy. He's not like he's not McCoy. No, by, no, by no means will I ever say that. Well, <laughs> who's making that <laughs> argument? Well, what I'm saying is that we try to put the, these running backs to be like, yeah. oh, you know, they, they're pass catchers and they're good no. runners. You know, I will never say that. Oh, I, I drafted uh, Adam Elliott. That's a mistake. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of running backs going. <laughs> but like, I that what's that? Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
everyone's very shy about Lashawn McCoy this year. Which it, it's warranted, though, Kyle. No, I know. Yeah, but I I'm mean, just saying, like, he might not. <laughs> well, know, here's, what man. Think, here's what you got to think. I mean, be, besides the off the field where he might catch a suspension, <laughs> um, that's wow. powerful. Um, he he's a guy that has gotten hurt throughout his career, and he is now the only option on the Bills. Is anybody having trouble really seeing this at all? Like, no, I, I, know I can make it out. I, I struggle for a second, but that's because good. I'm impaired. Now, the reason why LaShawn McCoy to me in the PPR league oh, is very dominant geez. is because he had the rookie quarterback thrown to him. But but even still, he is the only option there. McCoy is not getting any younger. He's had injury troubles in the past. My thing is with McCoy is until someone steps up receiving core-wise on that team, teams are going to be willing to put their second or third best corner on McCoy in yeah, their coverage. That's right. And – and you can only give him so many tar- – like I said, he's had an injury problem in the past. I mean, if he gets hurt, that that team is toast. He's the only bright spot on that offense. I mean, there there is nothing there. Actually, is Kelvin Benjamin still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's nothing there. <laughs> well, that's a guy who's kind of been banged up too I mean, for whatever reason. Kelvin Benjamin? The yes. thing is, is like – for me though, like Kelvin, like you want to talk about like a guy who's like been banged up as someone like a Kevin White, who's never really gotten an opportunity. Like for me, Kelvin has actually played in games and he's been kind of spotty. So like now it's like this is real put up or shut up time for him because if you can go in and prove yourself as both a legitimate receiver in the league and a fantasy stud with a quarterback where everything's kind of a question, like that's going to cement you. Yeah. For I mean, DeAndre Hopkins did it. DeAndre Hopkins went in with no quarterback ever. And, and went in and oh. proven himself as a fantasy stud. Tom Savage. <laughs> the Savage Nation will rise again. He's not on this list, I noticed. He's on the trade block. Now, are there any... Rebecca, is that a typo? Did you mean to no. say that guy? Running back sleepers are, is where... That's all right. <laughs> okay. Um, can, I, can I just interrupt you for a second, Kyle? Yeah. Would you consider Henry being a sleeper? Or do you think he's, this is a guy that people are still talking about? Bust because he's now the lead back. I, mean, I think he's got to play before he could call him a bust or a sleeper. That's me well, personally. Like, for where he's being picked, I don't think he's worth it. Well, I mean, to, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I don't think he had a bad – I mean, they played, what, two games in the playoffs with the Chiefs and, the, and the, the Patriots. I don't think he had a bad playoff run for what it's worth during the comeback versus the Chiefs. He, he, he scored twice in that game and – First, I mean, the, the Patriots manhandled the Titans, but that goes without saying. I think he had a good game, both those, and if you could take that, if that means anything, he had a good end of his season last year. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you guys were to kind of, you know, flow well, with it, that. It's, but. it's different. It, I don't know. Uh, we all have different opinions on him. I, I personally don't like him, but. Yeah, but, you know, we all could all agree on that. We don't need to click the pen. It's just how I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's how I thought. But, um. <laughs> I just don't really like him. <laughs> man, I, man. I don't think Derrick Henry's going to be a bust. I mean, we saw him the I end of last season. He looked like a stud. I don't think he's going to be a bust, but I don't think he's... I don't think he's ready to be... I, I don't think he's an RB1. I, I think this season we're going to see his breakout. That that I think this season Derrick Henry's putting everybody on notice. Anybody in particular he's putting on notice? Oh, the whole team. <laughs> and the rest of the league. And the rest of the league. 
I like this it. dick. Like, there's a lot of, like, running backs in here that could potentially be sleepers as well. That's the other reason I printed out this sheet. Um, a lot of names. A lot of names, yeah. Could Marlon Mack of the Colts can do something? I don't know, like, but they, they have is, Wilson's is he, Well, here's, here's another thing. I wanna, Marlon Mack? No, he's just splitting time right now. And, uh, I show oh, that's there. a private stock for Melvin Mack. Yeah. I said Marlon. Melvin. <laughs> Jeff heard it. His name's Marlon. I said Marlon. Jeff, what'd you hear? I heard um, private stock. Ooh. Yeah, I just want me to take it, but I know I said Marlon. Well, well so two versus like two. This one out there too. Um, you know, we talk about the running back situation, whether whether you want to consider it top-heavy or thin, either way. Um, here's something for some food for thought. Um, I did a league with Souls, uh, his uncle, yeah. and usually every year I tend to go running back heavy. Like I try to get my two running backs out of the way because they're so hard to get productive ones. But I always, you know, I haven't really been doing well in fantasy. And, you know, attest, some of it's attested to some late-round drafting and whatnot. Some of it's a little bit of luck. Um, but, so this year I decided to go quarterbacks and, or quarterback and receivers. And I got David Johnson in the first round. I had, like, the third pick. I'm not going to pick, you know, Brown when. I'm not going to pick Odell Beckham Jr. with the third pick. Yeah. Um, so, I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at it. He's not a starter, but a good RB2 for the, for the season is if you're in a bigger league or a league where you kind of you're when at it a gets pick. Deep. Yeah, well, like, or, or you're at a pick, like, you know, because, like, if you pick, like, maybe you pick eighth, you know, if you pick eighth, you could get a decent running back, and then you're probably going to pick, like, a top tier receiver. Yeah. Because all the really good running backs are gone. I think still, you know, I think Tariq Cohen's going to be a good RB2 to go with because not only are you getting points, like, with Kamara in the running and the passing game, but Tariq Cohen is a dominant special teams player. And. He's a guy that just loves loves returning kicks. He's already been named, you know, because usually a lot of teams like to split punt returners. One guy kick returns the other because it's a different it's a different return. Right. But Cohen is going to be the first person since Hester to take the role for both. My uh, my only fear with um, the Bears backfield there is I don't know how they're going to split the time. We we don't know for sure what what the split's going to be. Um, I think New Howard. Coach. It's a new coach, but I, I think Jordan Howard, honestly, if if given the proper carries and it can be probably the best back in the league. I mean, I, I think he's better than Elliot. He just doesn't get the carries Elliot gets. I think Howard should get the majority of the carries. And I think, I think I, so too. I don't want to put words in Paul's mouth, but I think what Paul's issue was last year was that the running backs weren't getting into a groove and then like Cohen was in situations that perhaps he shouldn't have been in and drilled drives. I think Chicago Bears fans and teams that are going up against the Chicago Bears can expect to see a lot of packages that revolve around the five line with Trubisky right under center or in the shotgun either way, either way. But Cohen and Howard lined up in the backfield together simultaneously, not in a pistol formation, but like almost as if it were going to be a three-wide shotgun formation. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I expect to see Burton on the line. Robinson moved in a little bit towards the slot, out towards the wide receiver role, and Gabriel in motion. I expect to see a lot of plays like that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess probably three to four a game. And that's a lot to yeah. be predicting for something like that. But Gabriel's the kind of guy, if Gabriel's in motion and you have him coming around the back, if you run a play action to Jordan Howard, think of, just think about it like all of you guys have watched a lot of football over your time. And I want you to imagine this being a defensive coordinator or being a defensive, like a linebacker. Say you're going to be a middle linebacker that's calling the shots in the field. 
If that's what you have going on. Now, none of these guys are the studs in their categories by any means. But you've got Trubisky under center. You've got a good run-blocking offensive line. The ball snapped to Trubisky in a shotgun. And it's a play action to Jordan Howard. You are now forced, someone is forced to, to make a move. And Gabriel Gabriel's running an end-around fake route. And Cohen immediately breaks and starts running some sort of route all to the right side of the field. Now, at this point, you have a very fast, good-handed receiving back. My young son, Gabriel. A stud power running back that might be getting the ball up the middle and a very fast wide receiver that has the ability to throw the ball a good 30 or 40 yards down the field coming on an end-around. As a defense... Which one are you covering? Exactly. And, and, then, and now, now negate all of that, and now Allen Robinson's running a route. So, I mean, they have the ability. They have the weapons to put in. The thing is, for me, what's really going to... You know, I've heard a lot of talk about this. The Khalil Mack trade does not make the Bears a contender. I do not think it does. I, I just agree don't, to disagree. I don't agree because the offense right now, we don't, you've got so much new talent and youth on offense. How do we know what's going to happen? And injuries. Chicago's prone for injuries. But with that being said, I think the Bears are going to find a lot of success this season against really established in their way head coaches like McCarthy's. You know, Belichick we play, coaches like those, where trickery is going to be key. Yeah. You see a lot of teams that are kind of shying away from the bootleg trickery, pull something out of a hat type of play, and that could very well be what works for the Chicago Bears because they're deep before injuries at every position on offense. Yeah. Well, Trubisky needs to grow for sure. You know, and, and kind of not, I'm not going to say play scared because he's not, that's not what I'm trying to say, but definitely be more confident. And I guess if there's one, a good problem to have would be he, he's kind of, he's an, he's an overthrower. So, I mean, that he's got, he's got the arm, but he's kind of has the, the, the tendency to overthrow his receivers sometimes. That's, that's something that I've noticed. So I think this, this year, if he can kind of settle down and, and be more, just, just confident that I think that the Bears will will make. I agree with Paul. I don't think we're ready to crown them as the NFC North champs yet, but they'll definitely be a, in a much better place than the past two or three seasons. The Bears have the best problem to have in football right now, and they're the best team that has that issue, and that is that they're a team on the rise with a lot of really good players on rookie deals, and True. that's going to suck. Much like for Minnesota, it's going to suck in the years to come when it comes time to pay all those players. People are going to have to walk, but for the next three years. They've got Jordan Howard on rookie contract with an option that they can exercise. Trubisky, Cohen, those are all players. They've, they've inked up Robinson. They've inked up Gabriel. They've inked up Burton. Keen's on a rookie deal, a very promising tight end that can get some jobs done. The, the offensive line, most of them are either inked up or on, good, or on at least a little bit of extenuating deals. And then you flip to the defensive side of the ball. Leonard Floyd's still on his rookie contract. Rokon Smith is still on his rookie contract. Eddie Jackson's on his rookie contract. Kyle Fuller signed a deal. Mukamara signed a deal. So right now... At least for the next three or four years, I think I think in three years, I think the Bears could very easily become a contender to be a Super Bowl champion. I agree. But it's the Bears, they need to be patient. They need to realize that this season, they are noted as a sleeper to win the NFC North, and that's what they need to stick with. They don't need to stick, we've got Khalil Mack, we're winning the NFC North. Because you're going to go out and you're going to do stuff that these guys are not ready to do. Help me, I'm having a brain fart. The tight end who was injured... For the Bears, Zach Miller. Zach, Zach Miller. Miller. I don't, I'm not entirely positive. I, in uh, NFL, as in baseball, this kind of like that contract insurance. I don't know if that like exists. 
in well, the NFL? NFL is just it's very year to year. That's why you see players just get cut. Yeah, so I mean, there's, there's probably not something that in place. Not that Miller had like a really. What, what is it exactly? I'm talking about just contract insurance. Obviously, Miller is is not playing this right. season. It's just the the contract is. And not that his contract was exorbitant by any stretch of the imagination. He got, he got the veteran minimum for a year. So they're not even like hurting on that. Well, it's, what they what some teams do is that they'll pay out their whole contract and then they'll like. Well, Miller was a free agent. So they like, gave him the, when when you have an injury in the NFL, if you have an on the field a football injury, um, there there's oh, some contract yeah. crap that goes into it. On like you know, if you're injured for the rest of the season, you might get a settlement out of the pay. If you're getting paid six million dollars, your injury pay might be two million, so they just pay the two million and it's done with. Some people elect to continue to pay the player. Um, it, it's really on the importance of the player, the decency of the organization, things like that. Um, that go into it because like what the Steelers did was with Shazier. That they gave him his whole contract money already, mm-hmm. and they're paying his bills, his doctor bills for him. Oh, okay. I, see, I actually I didn't know that. I didn't. That's a, that's that's pretty cool. But, but again, that's stuff that that's not cap. Yeah, that's right. The, the contract they're that. electing to pay him even though he's injured. Yeah, that does come out of Pittsburgh's cap. That money comes out of your mm-hmm. cap statement. Yeah. But all the other stuff that doesn't. Right. In, in, incidental. Well, that's cool. All right. I like so, that. Back to the drawing board. There's three names I want to talk to you guys about and see if you guys agree as running back sleepers. Um, Chris Carson, Ty Montgomery, and Bilal Powell. And the reason for I say those three names, Montgomery, I believe is going to be used more as a receiver. Montgomery. So in a PPR league, I think as a running back is what he's listed, he's had the potential to be really good because he's going to be used more as a receiver. And he and he, Aaron Rodgers loves throwing to him. Let me tell you something about Ty Montgomery. <laughs> He's ass cheeks, Kyle. I don't care. But in a, as a he means back, nothing when Jones comes back. I guarantee it. I'll put money on it for you. Of all the times that I'd have Facebook Live, doesn't on. matter. Jim Graham. But I'm Big saying as, as a running back, as he's listed in a PPR league, he's worth taking the risk on. I don't agree. I think he's worth waiver looking in a week to week basis kind of thing. I don't think that, especially once Jones comes back, I think he has potential, yes, to have a 90-yard receiving day on six catches and a touchdown, but he's not going to be the guy that's going to do that every week. Then the Packers are not going to use him as the guy that's going to do that every week. I also don't like Aaron Jones right now. Kyle, you don't like him because you picked him last year and he had two bad weeks in a row. No, not true. And you were advised not Williams. to. I had Jamal Williams. You had you probably have both of them because you have eight teams a fucking year. You probably have everyone on this list. That's not true. All my Except running backs Flacco. last year. Except all, my, all my running backs last year got hurt, so I Kendall had to figure it out. Kendall just Kendall sent the last name, and I'm looking at him like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> but um, Chris Carson, I believe, is going to be better than Rashad Penny. Uh, I don't think Rashad Penny is going to be anything. I think the Seahawks are stupid to fucking take him in the first round. Hey, maybe he's the sleeper. He could be, but All I, right. I believe that Chris Carson is going to have the better year. Because last year he was proven that he can do things. And what happened, though? He broke, what happened? he broke his foot. He was part of my team last year. I'll tell you something. Broken feet, ankles, they could end a career. But he's already back. I just want a word of big talk. I just want to take kind of it's like a public service announcement. And, uh, oh, here we go. I think... It, it, Jeff was the best cross country runner in the state of Connecticut, <laughs> and now he he hurt his ankle in high school, and he's just sucked ever since. <laughs> you have no, any... That's a shame. What could have been? What could have been? We're actually filming an ESPN Thirty by Thirty, just kind of waiting for uh, 
That's my bald-headed man. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what's the name of the documentary we're in? Uh, uh, no gains. No. no, I know the tagline is uh, he could outrun anything except the expectations. <laughs> uh, what was the? Uh, uh, well, it'll, it'll come to us, but check it out. You know, summer 2019, <laughs> it'll be it'll be out to a YouTube near <laughs> you. <laughs> and then also blow up pal because nah, why? <laughs> Just, I, I don't think he so. He was either. the best running back on the team last year, <laughs> and Corwell fucking sucks. I want to tell you something about Bilal Powell, Kyle. <laughs> We are so lucky that Facebook's not open. <laughs> no, I wish it was open. <laughs> it's running. Listen, Powell comes in every season as he's the sleeper to watch, this, and he and he just doesn't get it done. I don't think he's bad, but I, I don't think he's a, a sleeper to really watch out for. I think he. Both, they, they I think you also the, think Sam Bradford's good. But but I think Powell's you the think guy. Joe Flacco's listen, good. listen. I never Flacco is good. good. But he's Powell is a guy. And Sam Bradford. Powell's a guy that when you're in like bye week trouble, you pick up Powell to play for a week. He's not an every week guy that you play. Multiple He's weeks not. last year, he put up really, like. God, 20, you like, like 15, Blake Bortles? The boat? No, I don't. Oh, oh. stop it! Come, hold on, really quick. <laughs> we're gonna pause this. You were a Ryan Tannehill <laughs> dick rider. Oh my god! Don't even. Oh my god! <laughs> For a long time, Blaine Gabbert. First of all, Blaine Gabbert was high on. Yes, Josh Freeman. He was had one good year. I bought a jersey because they didn't have blood. That's not even. Well, that's true, but he still was <laughs> high on free. I'm just saying this this draft thing when it's all like filled in, it's shaping up to look very pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine if I was the one writing it. And no like one Kevin would Keller know. wrote it. No one Stevie would know. Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Jeff and I are not good for stuff like this. No. <laughs> well, Locke's not the greatest penmanship guy either. He's not terrible. Here's the thing: if I take my time, he's legible. All right. He's legible. In I the, am uh, illegible. <laughs> In the old studio what? back at Maple, do you remember we had the boards posted up on the wall? And it would be like me, my job to write it. Like, what? Is, is that a G? <laughs> oh, 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 no, that's, a, a, that's an S. Snows. No. All right, so. No, 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 no. Tannehill? Whatever. I'm standing up as yeah. you're flying yeah. through a bourbon county right now. <laughs> so we'll take our. Also, Chris Thompson will have a big year, too. If I, he's healthy. Here's the thing. I agree with that one. If Chris Thompson stays healthy, he can he have a monster a when huge he had his reps. He can have a huge season with Alex Smith. Yeah. We've seen Alex Smith with those receiving backs. He likes them a lot. And I'm high on him, but I don't know if you guys are. <laughs> Adrian Peterson, I believe, is going to be back. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, just he's like gonna he was last year. He's already got the first oh, three reps. He's starting week one. God. And he's going to he be He started week one. <laughs> Fuck Perrine. Fuck the other guy that they have. Oh, that made me laugh. Listen, I I want that to be true, but it's simply not. All right, well, let's, let's you know, let's, you got about thirty minutes till break. So let's move on from the running backs. Let's go into something else. Let's go to wide receivers. The top ten is you know what you're gonna get your you know what you're gonna get out of. Them. You sure about that? Yeah. Well, part. see, for me, I I feel like receiver wise, like if you're just looking at this sheet alone, stop at top ten. So number ten on this this Nesson sheet is T. Y. Hilton. He's gonna have and a Andrew Luck being back. T. Y. Hilton's poised to have a great year. And then the names before that are things like Adam Thielen, who I I honestly do agree is much better than Diggs. He got drafted way too early in this draft. Green, Adams, Beckham, things like that. Now, but you look past it. Number eleven is is Mike, Mike Evans. He's he's gonna have a bounce back year. Too. He's is gonna he's right? gonna have a good year, but is he gonna have a? Who's the quarterback? Fitzpatrick. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter because Mike Evans. I feel like Mike Evans. Honestly, when he's playing, when he's on the field and he's playing and not getting into trouble, 
and stuff like that. When he's actually playing, you know, like Martavis Bryant, who got cut and is getting suspended. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. But, like, someone like Mike Evans, for example, when he's on the field and he's playing football, Mike Evans is going to be good no matter who's throwing the football. He runs good routes. He's got a great wingspan. He's got big hands, and he runs a great route. Fitzpatrick due for a fucking great year. But my thing is with Mike Evans, is Mike, is Mike Evans... It has to be. Is Mike Evans... The only thing wait, 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 wait. Is on, Mike on. Evans a fifth-round pick? He's a third-round pick. You're gonna, Really? Yeah. Third-round pick in a 10-person league? Yes. No. He is. He's not. So I'm just going to go down this list. You're going to say that he deserves to be picked over the first 10 running backs, which are all absolutely perfect. The, all those 10 running backs will be gone by the third round. The 10 wide receivers. Now we're at 20 picks. Okay. And then we're talking, so th- by the third round, Rob Gronkowski in a 10-person league, Gronkowski, people like Kelsey, Ertz, Jim Graham, Ertz. they're going to be taken. I take Mike Evans over. Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter Ertz. what you would do. It doesn't matter what you would do. I, I we're talking about, this isn't, this isn't the Kyle Souls fantasy show. I'm saying that it's Mike a, Evans is a third-round pick. I disagree. Which, I don't I, think Mike Evans goes until round Let me ask you this, Kyle, really quick, earliest. to sum this up. If he's a third-round pick... I think we're in the fourth. Hey, hey, we only have 16. <laughs> <laughs> six people, so. Kamara fell to the third round. Uh, but um, Kamara's a bust. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think Everybody that. knows it. I can't wait to try and trade for him. <laughs> I think Mike Evans is going to be phenomenal. Here, here's the thing. Him and T.Y. Hilton are the two names to watch out for. But, but you're saying only for the three they? games. I don't know. if I mean, Winston may lose the starting job. Oh, no. You're saying Winston might lose <laughs> his starting job. I, I like I liked Winston coming in, but he hasn't proven anything. I just want no, to say something real quick, and this is not gonna you're not gonna allow it to argue because this is the facts. Fitzpatrick is a good quarterback. <laughs> He's a gunslinger. He throws often, he throws touchdowns, he throws picks. Brett Favre, same mentality. Fitzpatrick is the second best of all time. I said we wouldn't talk about the draft, but it's important that you guys see the name I'm about to write down. From uh from Sewell's. The, the, the anticipation is killing me. It's going to be fucking exactly flack. Flack. Oh, uh, hey! <laughs> oh, nice pick. Where'd he go? Nice. The fourth round. <laughs> this was Kyle's plan all along. He wanted Mike Evans all the way. <laughs> this is Kyle's draft plan. He's going to do this the whole <laughs> this is the whole show. He's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. This guy is going to be really great. Paul, put him on the board. Kyle, it's not your pick. Put him on the fucking board. <laughs> I want Mike Evans to be good. I do. I just I don't know in a standard ten person league if if I'm gonna take a gamble on him in in the third round. I just believe that Mike Evans is very talented. I do too. No, rough I year. agree with you. I agree with you. I 100 percent agree with you. But last year, knowing Andrew Luck wasn't gonna play football, I wouldn't take T. Y. Hilton before the fourth or fifth round. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree with you. But this year, T. Y. Hilton is worth a third or fourth round pick. The other what I'm saying though is the argument is that Mike Evans for me is not worth a third or fourth round pick this year because Fitzpatrick. I understand Fitzpatrick's due. I understand that. Fitzpatrick is very spotty. He'll play six straight games of 400-yard football with six touchdowns and no interceptions. I watched a FanDuel game because Fitzpatrick had 40 points. Kyle, but you're talking – that's one week. Multiple weeks. But but, when he was a Jet, that first year he was a Jet, he was phenomenal. Say I'm wrong. Okay. Again, how long has he been in the NFL? A long time. Hey, you're talking one season. You're pulling out one season. Wait a minute. But he was good. He's good every other year. He was good as a Bill. (laughs) Flush. Thank you. Oh my God, he was he was moderate as a Texan, <laughs> and he was pretty I'd say he was on the more as a Titan. Fitzpatrick's good. He's just a gunslinger. He yeah. makes poor decisions, but he throws touchdowns you too. You think he wouldn't? The other side, the Harvard. The other side. What <laughs> the else is Harvard there in that Tampa it. offense? What? Who, who's running the ball? We don't either Peyton Barber or Ronald Jones. Okay. Who else is catching the ball? Chris Godwin. Good one. 
It's Godwin, you bitch. You know, it's funny on this draft board. As it starts to get more See, full, the Buccaneers I'm having trouble are a team reading. that has two guys that were rookies last year. Receivers, rookies in the NFL have a tough time adjusting. If anybody has Hear me out. Go ahead. Don't say anything. Text you. Both OJ Howard and Chris Godwin. It's Ryan Howard pronounced. I, I, just continue, please. Call Give him pit. the fucking private stock. Interrupt me one more time. Kyle, I'll interrupt you as many times as I like. Hey, last no. time somebody got interrupted on this show, the palm tree went missing. Yeah. <laughs> what tree do you got, Kyle? Okay. It's for the comedy. <laughs> it's for the comedy. <laughs> I'm going to cry just for a minute. Kyle, you, you somehow spit on me. I've seen this like eight <laughs> times. I haven't hit you with that once. You just spit on me. I'm in your angry rant. All right, O.J. Howard is Kyle. I was joking. Come on. This come Ryan on. Howard. So O.J. Howard and Chris Godwin are are two very talented receivers. Or two very pass catchers. Okay? You guys make fun of me now. I'm not making fun of you, But Kyle. I guarantee that the Bucks offense is pretty good this year. Kyle, you're about to get auto-drafted. I just picked. He sent it to his dad. I said the angel. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Howard. (laughs) Well, Kyle got auto-drafted. Have fun with Sam Bradford. (laughs) That's the the first pick in the... All right, that's a private stock because he's on the board already. Is he? Yep. Who did he try and take? Christian McCaffrey. (laughs) I'm just going to send it. I'll take it soon. No, no. That's that's private stock. No, no, no. It's Kyle's private stock. Good. Healthy swig, too. God, you open up, you smell the chocolate and coconut. Yep. Horrible. Alex Collins. Fuck that. Oh, never. He's going to suck at this shit. I don't care what anyone says. Why? Because their offensive line is trash. Yeah, now. I know. <laughs> Yonder's hurt. Okay. Marshall Yonder's hurt. Michael Crabtree doesn't fit that offense. What? Tell me that he does. He's going to get his chain snatched by someone new this year. <laughs> well, luckily we don't play the Rams this year. So, they're in the same division. We don't play the, the NFC West. Keep Tlaib. Keep Tlaib. Tlaib. Get it? Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with that. I said it's going to be someone new. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. You jerk off. All right, cool. <laughs> Now, who are your sleepers? Kendall, go first. For wide receiver. For wide receiver. Um, God, I, I'm, I am such a homer Jeff. for some. So hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so we saw what Juju did past mm-hmm. year. I expect him to do that somewhat again, but at a higher capacity. That's the reason I'm going to consider him a sleeper. I expect him to be even better than last year. Hold on. I just realized something on this list. <laughs> Marquise Goodwin is on there twice. Is he? 41 and 26. He's that good? He's two he, people. I just, that threw me off because I, <laughs> he was one guy that I think could definitely have a breakout year. Uh, I like his story, too. Way to go, Nesson. I also... Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Because San Francisco plays the Patriots this year. They don't, but I was going <laughs> to make the joke that he's he's the higher ranking... Than the previous but when he plays yeah. Patriots, it's 41. <laughs> so, I like him a lot. I think Jarvis Landry could. It, it's all dependent on the quarterback. It's also scenario. the PPR standard of him. Because yeah. he's going to get eight catches, but he'll probably get like 41 yards. And I don't know if this goes as a sleeper because he's been consistent, but I think Doug Baldwin has a monster season, especially with Jim Graham out. He's going to be called upon more. See, I, I, that one's tough because he is hurt already. See, I agree and with you about Baldwin, but I think it opens up bigger things for Tyler Lockett. But he, 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 could. Did, he did say 
that his foot injury is going to bother him all year. Well, so for me though, like, and that wouldn't the you want the defense when, when to think that Doug Baldwin is good, and when you're good, when you're good enough, the injury doesn't matter. That's why he's playing through the injury. But for me, a player like Tyler Lockett is a real wide receiver sleeper this year because Tyler Lockett is very fast and he's quietly a decent route runner. He's not as good as Baldwin. He's not as good as some other guys in the league. You know, he's probably not even in the top 10 for number two receivers in terms of route running. But he's got amazing speed, and he's got extreme flexibility when it comes to catching the football. Which, you know, that sounds silly to, to hear or say, but it means that if a ball is thrown in a low position, high position, whatever, he's got the ups to get it, he's got the flexibility to bend down on the run and grab a football, things like that. And when you have a quarterback that has an offensive line that's ready to collapse at any given point with no running game to help support it and scrambles and keeps plays alive for 10, 12 seconds at a time because he's scrambling behind the line of scrimmage, a player like Lockett could just be running a streak route and get a good 45, 50 yards down the field and turn that into what looked to be a comeback route on the other side of the field and catch the ball for a 30-yard first down. That's the kind of receiver that he is. I think that he could be very easily a sleeper guy that gets quietly 50, 60 yards a game and honestly averages a touchdown on one burn route. So I've had Baldwin. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I've had Baldwin in the past. I like him a lot. Uh, in fact, I uh, just you know made a move that puts me uh, in a great good position to get him. Hopefully, I think I'm just kind of waiting on to make sure if the the papers go through. But uh, <laughs> so I picked him because I, I, I like him now. The Seahawks. The Seahawks <laughs> has bested me before only because the Seahawks have this knack, and I don't know if this is because of Pete Carroll. They get these guys, whether it's running back or receiver. And they just get thrown into the rotation, and they 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 get they get looks, they get you know they get yeah, targeted dirty looks like they don't belong in this town. <laughs> they get targeted and they score, and it's random people that have a hot four games to kind of disappear. But Baldwin has been bested by that, but he's consistent enough to be the number one there. And actually, I, I was battling between him and Hill. Hill, you know, great special teamer, super fast, but I don't know. I think there's something to be said about Baldwin kind of be the consistent guy. Well, the thing with Hill is he's got Mahomes now, who loves the deep ball. Yeah, I know. I got to see how it works. No, I, so. I agree. I'm just. I tried to weigh the the two there. I I almost went with him for especially because of the special teams uh, ability. But I I don't know. I, I kind of went with the gut but on that also, one. Also, I have someone that may be a reach, but I think Cameron Meredith is going to benefit from Drew Brees. He's going to benefit from Michael Thomas. That too. He's going to spread the ball. Thomas obviously has the league. You're attention. adding. You're adding the exact same type of receiver yeah. that. Michael Thomas is just a little bit lesser of a caliber, but bigger in size. Exactly. So what all you're doing is is you're double teaming someone like Michael Thomas, and you're putting one person on Cameron Meredith who might be a little less talented, but is bigger with a bigger wingspan, has a bigger vertical jump, and can get the ball. He proved it when he was in Chicago that he can be the guy that goes up and gets the football. Similar he might not be Alshon thing. Jeffrey. You know, he might not be able to fill the void like Alshon Jeffrey had, but he's a guy that on a number two team, especially when you have somebody like Breeze who can create space, stay in the pocket, and absorbs the hit, and lets receivers finish their routes, for the first time in Drew Brees' uh, career, we very well could see two Pro Bowl wide receivers. Um, I'm, I'm going to kind of disagree with but I think Cam Meredith is going to be a non-factor in New Orleans. He's going to come in. I mean, you got to think, he's coming off a knee injury, and he's going to a new team. Those are two big changes. Um. I think Ted Ginn kind of took that number two role behind Thomas. I, I don't think Meredith is going to really do anything for that. T- we may see, see 
some some flash. I, I don't know. I, I just don't see him having a big impact, at least this season. I don't know how long they – I don't remember how long they signed him for, but I, – I See, I see that he's going to be instantly part of that offense. They do a good job of kind of just incorporating yeah, everybody. I, I mean, yeah. I've seen – back in the day, we had four receivers that were pushing almost 1,000 yards. Yeah. Nobody's two. Yeah. Lance Moore, Devery Henderson, Henderson De- DeVry like, Henderson. DeVry. Devery Henderson, Meacham, Moore. I, 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 that's my favorite Saints squad ever in, in the early – well, late 2000s. Awesome. I don't know. I don't know who asked you who your favorite Saints squad was. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to talk to yourself. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. There are two other names I'd like to bring up. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to bring up four more. No. Go uh, ahead. Cooper so. Cup, I think, is can have a breakout year. All together right, now. Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup. Right, let's do it again. Cooper Cup. With Cooper Cup. Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods on the outside. You got Cook, uh, Cup doing. That's exactly what's going to happen, though. He's going to get cucked because now they're burning cooks. But I think, like, doing the slot work, he could benefit a lot from it. <laughs> Kendall's going to love those. Wow. New England, baby. And then um, <laughs> Paul brought this up the other day. Is that right? Paul Richardson of the Redskins. He, you might not look at him as, to be, like, a drafted player. I want this to be known right now. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and do this, Kyle. Can I take the reins on this one? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, a lot of people are going to sleep on it, and I know Mock will, you know, he'll say whatever about it in terms of NFC East fan and all that stuff. Uh, you want to talk about wide receiver sleepers? Everybody on Washington's team is a wide receiver sleeper. Alex Smith takes care of the football, and he doesn't throw it deep that often. He doesn't, you know, Tyreek Hill was a burner guy, and that's what he used him as, and a slant guy. But you want to go ahead and look down. We're talking about guys, Jamison Crowder and Paul Richardson. Both serviceable wide receivers, not not a wide receiver one or two, but you're talking about a league like ours where you have a wide receiver three with a flex, very easily could be a starter. You want to go back down, you talk about guys like they have Jordan Reed, probably going to get injured. Vernon Davis is probably going to get looks. Vernon Davis is older now. He's not going to be the guy that's running a 20-yard out route or a 15-yard post route towards the back of the end zone. He's going to be the guy that's blocking in and then fading out when there's no block and catching the 10-yard, you know, just hook and lateral type play. Right. You look at other wide receivers, I mean, even people like Cam Sims and Maurice Harris, like I mean, there's not guys that are going to get a lot of touches, but these are all sleeper guys that you can look at in the right matchup. You go up against a team like you know maybe maybe last year wasn't a, a woe. Maybe the Giants do struggle defensively this year. If they struggle defensively this year against the pass like they did last year, people like any people like anybody on the Redskins with someone like Alex Smith is going to take care of the football. He's only going to throw it to them when they're open, when they have the ability to get it. He's going to take care of the ball. He's going to make these receivers. Wide receiver threes, potential twos. They're all sleepers, in my opinion. Crowder's a good pick. Because um, you know what he can do. Last year was just kind of a fluke season, I think, for him. I don't know if we said this either, so if we did, I'll, I'll do the private stuff. But you know who, in my opinion, is the biggest sleeper in fantasy football this year for wide receivers? He's going to go He's gonna go in drafts. But I think he should be going a little bit earlier. Pierre Garçon. That's the big sleeper. Oui, oui. That's the big sleeper for me in fantasy football this year because Pierre Garçon, even though he's old, still a good route runner, still has a decent amount of speed, has great Possession hands, guy. and he's Garoppolo's favorite target. A rookie quarterback, not a rookie quarterback, but you know what I mean, like a, a yeah. young quarterback that just got paid and has to go out and show the Bay Area what also, he's made of to also stay. Got laid. He's talking about a Bay Area quarterback that's got a lot to live up to when it comes to good quarterback history. You're talking about people like Steve Young, Joe Montana, Alex Smith. Kaepernick in his prime. Like, these are quarterbacks that got the job done. Blaine Gabbert. 
blame Gabbard. Safety blanket, as they say in the business. But I agree. I agree. I like Gerson. Good guy. Good guy. I never also, met him. Like for, also, the Jacksonville receivers are don't sleep on him. Like guys uh, like Moncrief, I'm going to continue to snore. No, because they... Ma- Moncrief and Cole. Cole had a big year last year. And, and with, <sighs> with Lee going down for the year, it, it makes those two guys more respectable to take. Who's throwing? Doesn't matter. Uh, it. How does it not because matter? Because last year there was no big name receiver on that team either. You know what? He was serviceable. If you need a guy for buy me. <laughs> oh, there! Holy smokes! Keelan Cole is a good pick. Moncrief, whatever, but he's gonna get the target. Mon- Moncrief right, is serviceable. We got about ten or so minutes before we're gonna go into our first break. So let's, you know, a, a position that's not gonna require nearly as much time to talk about. Quarterback. No, tight end sleepers. Tight end sleepers. Tight end sleepers. So here's the deal. I'm gonna look at this list right now. And we're talking about people like Gronkowski, Kelsey, Ertz, Ingram, Graham, Olsen, Delaney Walker, I would throw up in there, and Kyle Rudolph. I would throw those eight guys in there as lock-in, tight-end ones. Those are the guys that are going to get the job done. You're going to start them every week. Even if they have a down week, you're still starting them the week after that. They don't have fluxes of games where they go through and don't only put up two, three points at a time. That's not them. Then you talk about, you know, Tier 2 Slash, you know, low-end, tier one uh, tight ends, big Jack Doyle. Talking about people like Trey Burton from Chicago. Chicago loves that type of thing. Jordan Reed, if he's healthy, can be a tier one guy, but until he proves that he's a tier two. If he stays healthy, he's going to have a big guy. Honestly, Njoku from Cleveland is a tier, is a solid tier two, slow tier end one, especially now that you talk about people like Gordon and Landry being there. Oh, Carlos Hyde might be able to get the job done. Tyler Eifer, if, again, if he can stay healthy. But, you know, we look at these people like Austin Hooper, Jared Cook, Charles Clay, Safarian Jenkins, those are potential sleepers, but I still don't know if I class. Well, Charles Clay is not a sleeper; he's just garbage. George Kittle's a sleeper with with Garoppolo throwing him. Cameron Brait, he bailed me out many <laughs> times last season. But I think this guy is gets year, open. I think OJ Howard's going to take that yep. role. I think for, Howard's for, the biggest ha- tight end. Sleeper. Howard, Howard for sure is starter. Brait will get touchdowns. No, he, yeah, he, yeah. he will have the Bucks are going to use that two tight end set because they're both right. very talented. Even the Steelers, Jesse James and Vance McDonald are two guys that people are going to overlook. And I think Vance McDonald is a better fantasy guy than Jesse James because Vance McDonald is a, is a pass-catching, scoring tight end. Right. Is that right? Yeah, it is right. <laughs> and you know what? Last year he got hurt a lot, but this year he's already slotted as the number one tight end. And, and you can in, in the playoff game against Jacksonville, Ben threw to McDonald a lot in that game. I just crossed up the wrong person. <laughs> this this list also has another mistake. What is it? Brandon what? Cooks is listed as a Patriot. Way to go, Nesson. That's fine. It might have came up before. This might, yeah, this might have came out before that trade happened. This is a, you know that's what I'm saying. Like I only printed this out because it's a general idea. No, I know. I'm yeah. Just being funny. Well, it's is, funny if that if you're playing fantasy football for for serious things like we are, like we're playing, like there's going to be we haven't worked it in, but there's going to be we've been making the excuse. There's been some talks. We've got 17 weeks plus the postseason to save up for it. We are getting a Getting Sports with Drunk championship belt. And this is going to be the first induction of it is the winner of this league is going to get that belt. And then we're going to do things like, you know, we're going to film things. You know, Kendall's got the GoPro, the the Red Baron, you know. But we're going to do things like home run derbies, you know, all kinds of shit. Why? 
We're going to do stuff that's going to warrant so that the belt can change hands because it's going to be videos. It's content. I can't hit home runs anymore. But viewers love content. Kyle, we'll do a pitching challenge. Yeah. Where you're going to lose to Rebecca. <laughs> Last time we played Whipple, <laughs> I had your number. <laughs> Paul talks about pitching. I got a funny story. Fuck Braden. <laughs> so. Wow. Kyle, you shouldn't do that for one. What is he going to do? But, uh, you're not listening. Me and Kyle are, are coaching a... Wait, Kyle. so you didn't put stickers Why? on all their bat bags? <laughs> listen, listen. Me and Kyle are coaching a Little League team. Our first practice, we're like, all right, we're going to throw some BP. <laughs> Kyle's like second batter. Plunks the kid. <laughs> he punched the ball. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, are you serious? <laughs> That's despicable. <laughs> How hard are you throwing when you were doing that? It was just BP. Well, Kyle probably going... 95%. Not a roll. Hard 38 miles per hour right there. That's where I usually top out, but Kyle. Kyle's got that extra, 39. Uh, extra five. Kyle, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you about 20 seconds to type that correctly to me. Oh, my God. Otherwise, you have to do some private stuff. It's not my fault that autocorrect is. Uh, no, 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 no. no. I'm not talking about the apostrophe. I'm talking about the actual whole name. You know how we say it in this fucking place. That's right. anyway, so some other tight end sleepers. I mean, I, I think Austin Hooper has the potential to be a sleeper just because there are so many weapons there between Sanu, Jones, running back situations, things like that. Um, I do have, and I make a lot of jokes. Kyle's got to do some private stock. I think oh Jack I Doyle care. is going to tremendously private benefit stock. from getting lucky. Kyle texted me. His pick is in. I'll write it on the board. It's Jim Graham. Kyle sent me Jimmy's Graham. <laughs> I asked him to send it to me correctly. He's responded with James Graham. We call him Jim Graham in these parts. Private stock of Kyle. It's right in front of you. Don't waste it. I make a lot of jokes. You get into a hard situation. You know, you need a guy in the flex. Chris Gregg. He's going to be healthy this year. It's going to be good. You know, he's put in a lot of work. He'll be be good to go. So if you need a guy in a flex, use your tight end three. But don't sleep on Chris Gregg. Another tight end to watch out for is Ben Watson. Yeah, I think another good one too is if, if you're gonna if we're talking like true true sleepers like we're talking like week to week waiver pickup type of guys, Adam Shaheen from the Bears I think is a guy that you can sleep on too because I think the Bears with the running back situation that they have where there could be a multiple backfield running back situation even with Cunningham in it maybe three in the backfield I could very easily see them setting up a set where you have Burton and Shaheen in with Cunningham Cohen and Howard and still breaking that out to be a third and two type pass situation. Shaheen's the kind of guy who can probably put up, you know, when he, the games he's featured, he'll probably put up 12 to 15 points a game. If you're in a pickle situation and you need a tight end that week, he'd be worth looking at matchup-wise. I'd like to retract my statement, don't draft Chris Craig. Don't do <laughs> it's it. because you want him. I want him. I, I'm <laughs> saying Ben Watson because the first time he was in New Orleans, Drew Brees threw him a lot. Yeah. And I think he, it's going to happen again. <laughs> he's ripped, too. He's, he's a good tight end. He's a good pass catcher. Baltimore, he just got hurt. Both years. But I think Drew Brees, back back with Drew Brees, he's going to be fine. He's, not he's been be considered great. Though. I think as a, as like a waiver wire pickup, I think so. Because like, honestly, Kobe Fleener kind of sucked ass. Wow, it really hurt my feelings. No, he <laughs> fucking sucked. Well, well, Watson, he's a physical guy. Yeah. He, 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 can, he can bully out you know the defender. So that's why he's I he's think he's going to be big for you guys. I is do. Jeff Daniels, is that what happened? Uh, Jacksonville's defense. Oh. In round seven of a six-person draft. <laughs> now, uh, you know what? I'll wait for the break. But we're going to go to that break. So it works. Um, 
So yeah, we're talking fantasy football here. We did we did some sleepers around the horn type of thing. Um, I don't really, you know, Kyle's kind of touched on it. We, we could probably, when we come back, we'll do, maybe maybe we'll do that Riddler's rankings, uh, Paul's top five quarterback sleepers. Um, I don't really want to spend too much time on that, just because for quarterbacks, I mean, you get your guy, you know, you get, you get your guys who are going to do what they're going to do. But get for, who the you most, want. for the most part, if you need a quarterback, like, sleeper-wise, there's not really a whole lot to choose from because you're never, you're not, most people you are not playing more than a week. We're not talking about someone you're going to pick up and potentially start yeah. unless an injury arises. So we'll, we'll do that for Riddler's rankings, uh, Paul's uh, Riddler's top five quarterback sleepers for the season. Um, but when we also come back, we're going to talk about things along the lines of uh, some rookie sleepers that you should be looking for in the middle to late rounds of your drafts. Um, we're also going to talk about some players you should stay away from altogether this fantasy season. And we're going to talk about when's too early to draft the defense. All when we come back on Getting Sports with Trump. We're going to ask Jeff that. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Degenerates. They're all here. None of them are ready to talk. Um, But uh, if you're just (laughs) joining us now, we are Facebook Live. Uh, For those of you that didn't know, we no longer go live at 11 a.m. We're live at 10 a.m. every Sunday now, 10 to 1 p.m. And this show, we are talking fantasy football. It's the last weekend uh, slash week to draft before the regular season kicks off Thursday night. Atlanta and Philadelphia go at it for the start of the so regular Chris, season. So we are ready, and we are doing a secret. The guys didn't know about it. It was a surprise. Live draft, quiet draft during the show. They're texting me in their picks. We're doing a non-waiver draft. We'll make a post about it the whole nine yards. We're currently in round eight, hope, hoping it speeds up a little bit. Um, we're just waiting for Souls to text in his pick. Um, and... After that, we're going to maybe do some grades on the, the drafts if we get done with them in time. If not, that'll be something you'll hear about next week. I know, okay. Um, but, uh, real, yeah, real quick. He owes a, a Kyle shot. does it. Kyle owes a private stock shot for picking somebody yeah. that's already been picked. For the again. second time. Uh, Souls' pick is in, so the clock will restart again with uh, Jamar on the clock with back-to-back picks. And we're talking fantasy football. Um, we're going to do some Riddler's rankings. Um Kyle, can you uh, go ahead and tell us what the rankings, uh, the rankings are about? Uh, <laughs> top five sleeper quarterbacks. <laughs> Where do you like to get your car washed? <laughs> you ask. He looks at me, and just goes, "I forgot." <laughs> Ew. Uh, that's not Baltimore, by the way. I know. I couldn't think of what it was. So I just wrote it. I just wrote a team down to get out of the fucking off the board. Um, Ooh, oh. It's just as bad, though, honestly. Um. I don't have to do that, Kyle. It's Cincinnati, man. Kyle, you couldn't write this well on this board. I could. So, yeah, Riddler's ranking is top five uh, sleeper quarterbacks. So, we talked about it before the break, sleeper quarterbacks. Um, For me, I don't really believe in the position of a sleeper quarterback because um, you're either going to draft a quarterback that's going to start 15 games for you this season or however deep your league goes, um, and you're going to pick somebody that's pretty much going to play that bye week. Um, Most of the time... I think it'd be fair to say most people that are playing a week-to-week or rotating quarterback type of uh, fantasy league roster are not winning championships. Quarterback is something that doesn't generally go in the first round or two, but it's a very important position. It has the ability to put up a lot of points in a hurry. A lot of times to a quarterback, you can kind of do like a stream. To, you, you can play the matchup. You right, know. but you, you gamble on it. 
Oh, yeah. It's a big gamble for a lot of points. Because, I mean, you talk about somebody, Tom Brady, Andrew Luck, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. These are quarterbacks that are putting up at least two touchdowns a game, thrown for at least 250 to 300 yards minimum. So we're talking a lot of points. We're talking, like, the points that they're going to put up. Antonio Brown has to have a career day to put up that kind of points. Yeah. Um, So for for Riddler's rankings, for sleeper quarterbacks, if we're going to talk on a a year basis, uh, number five, um, Alex Smith. For me, a sleeper quarterback for the season. That's what I mean. For the season. To play him for the whole year. Or at least have him on your bench for the year. Alex Smith is a big deal for me. Um, Alex Smith's a guy who doesn't turn the football over. He doesn't amass 400 yards on a regular basis. But he's going to go out there. He's going to get you 250 to 300 yards. He's going to throw a couple touchdowns. He's going to get the job done but because he's not going to get turnovers. If Alex Smith's the type of quarterback that's going to go out and give you 22 points... It's going to be 22 points with no minuses. He's not fumbling the football. He's not taking unnecessary sacks, and he's not throwing picks. That's a big one for me. Um, I think a, I think a number number four. I'm going to throw. Up, you I would say remember with Smith, he's going to throw up a couple of rough games. He's going to throw up. <laughs> He'll always have that one or two game where he looks really bad, but like you can't you can't bail on him because he always bounces back and and comes back strong. Uh, number two or number two. Number four for me is Allen, rookie. Um, he's not getting the week one start, I don't think, but I do think he'd be. You know, he might be worth the waiver pickup when that start time comes around. Um, he's gonna. He's got a lot to prove with a with an offense that's got a lot to prove, um, and he's got a good receiving back coming out of the backfield. Uh, very easily could get four or five passes in a game that are gonna dink and dunk for a lot of random yards. Um, number three for me is gonna be. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. And the reason I say that is because I, I do think Baker Mayfield for now is eventually going to get that start. But if Tyrod Taylor can come out in the Browns' first three or four games and put together two to three wins, Tyrod Taylor is going to secure that job until he starts doing poorly. Um, Tyrod Taylor takes care of the football, much like Alex Smith and Tyrod Taylor for the first time in his career is going to have legitimate weapons to throw to. Jarvis Landry is the kind of guy that's going to be able to go out and he's going to be able to get seven, eight receptions a game, even if it's only for 60 yards, you know, no touchdowns. He's going to eat possessions, he's going to eat receptions, and he's going to get first downs. Gordon comes in and he's healthy and he's in the right mindset. Gordon's a big playmaker. Gordon's a difference maker on an offense. Carlos Hyde, not the greatest running back in the world, but established. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to hit the gaps. An offensive line that can get the job done. Tyrod Taylor is someone I think you should watch out for. In a division that also likes to play up or down to their division opponents, which is a big thing for me. Um, Number two, um, I was going to go with... uh, for me, is Case Keenum. Um, he's not going to be anybody's big pick, um, but he's got weapons. You know, everybody likes to think of to themselves like, "Oh, I could have taken Thanks, Emmanuel man. Sanders, but I took Demarius Thomas. Why didn't I take Emmanuel Sanders? Emmanuel Sanders eats yards like it's his job. Emmanuel Sanders isn't going to be the touchdown guy, but we're not talking about fantasies for receivers. We're talking about quarterbacks. If Emmanuel Sanders gets you 110 yards down the field and Demarius Thomas catches you three touchdowns, those are all points that are going to Case Keenum. Case Kingdom is the no-doubt starter right now in Denver. He's going to get the job done. He's going to play the whole season. It might not be the, the offensive production that Denver fans have been used to over the past four or five years, but Case Kingdom's going to get the job done. He's going to score in points in a division that's wide open. Every single game is going to be a gunslinging showdown for every team in that division, so he's going to be forced to go out there and put up points. And then, for me, number one is going to be... Um, it's rough. I don't know if he's considered a sleeper. What? I have one for number one. Who do you have? Nick Foles. No. That's big dick Nick. Nick Foles. All it's going to take is one 
not great appearance by Carson Wentz, and th- they're going to be chanting. I for agree Foles. with you. It's all it's all going to take. But they're going to get three. F- they're going to get two or three not so great appearances by Nick Foles first before they get a not so great <laughs> appearance by Carson Wentz. Uh, number one for me, and the reason I say this is because of draft rankings and because of the way the leagues always go. Eli Manning. Eli I like Manning, that one better. You're right. Eli Manning is never the guy Homer. that gets picked. He's, he's never the guy that gets picked to be a ten. <laughs> In a 10-team league, he's never the guy that's picked to be the starter every week for any team. Yeah. And now you're talking about a team that's coming back. They've got a high-powered running back. The offensive line has made improvements. It's not where it needs to be, but it's better. He's going to get some protection, even if it's not all the time. But he's got a <laughs> running back that can open up the field for his receivers and catch passes out of the backfield. A, t- a stud in the tight end position coming into year two that's looking to prove something, to prove that he wasn't just the guy when everybody went down. He's going to be the guy moving forward. A wide receiver that just got bank. And a young wide receiver that's proven he can be a number two, if not a number one in this and league. And for the first time in, like, probably a year, depth. Yeah. I um, I, I think... Those are Riddler's rankings. I don't put Nick Foles or Carson Wentz on that list because Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, they have a banged-up offensive line. They don't have anything proven at the running back position. Alshon Jeffries out till week through or week three, I want you to name me the next two receivers two on the, the Philadelphia Eagles. I won't give you a receiver. I'll give you Wendell Smallwood. That's all I have to <laughs> say about that. Stuff. <laughs> um, I I do like the the Eli pick there because if this offense can stay healthy, I think there's a chance he finishes this year as a top ten fantasy quarterback, which I don't think he's ever done. Because in fantasy, he's usually real middle of the road. Not golf. What would you consider golf a sleeper? No. I thought you said knock off. No. I was like knock I, off cause what? Because I, I think <laughs> golf is going to finish in the top ten regardless. Um, we saw him have a good year last year. But, it uh, hurt to do that. Jeff taking digs. Yeah. I here's my thing, uh, Jared Goff. Um, I think Why gonna, did you let him fall? <laughs> he's a good guy that's going to come around. Um, he's going to put up points for you. I do not think that Jared Goff finishes top ten in quarterback points. I don't. I think that. I think Jared Goff has a really Uh-oh. great season next year when he figures things out with Brandon <laughs> Cooks, Sammy Watkins, Cooper Cup. But my thing is, is I think, and it's not, it's not by design. I just think it's the way things are going to work out. I think Brandon Cooks being a speedy, deep threat type of receiver that he is, with Watkins also having some speed, Cooper Cup having some speed. I think Brandon Cooks is by, just by design, by by coincidence, is going to be more of a decoy. That's going to explode Gurley even more. I like it. Yeah, I, I, it's you can look at it either way. I mean, I, I think Goff's gonna just you know, keep keep climbing. Since I sneezed, we lost a, a viewer. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, you know, we could just you know put it's in some a, sound. I like, of, I like the delay though because I got to watch myself sneeze and see how sick it looks. <laughs> if you want to hear a sprinkler, just go outside. You know. <laughs> so now we're back onto it. I gotta watch. Fantasy talk. <laughs> Isn't what the hell is we just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what do I mean? I don't know what you mean. Oh, now. There, there's the rookies this year. A lot of people don't know the, the names of them and everything. No, I mean. There, there are a few. They probably didn't watch the draft in its entirety like you did. There's a few guys in the, on, like that are not on this list. I believe that could make a very big play toward the middle of this season. Oh, Marcus Davenport. Well, 
he's a defensive player. They're only working my league. Just a computer. <laughs> I just thought of a rookie. That's all I so, um, one name to be, for instance, oh. is Christian Kirk of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, he's 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 gonna be the punt man, the the punt returner, the kick returner, mm-hmm. and he's a, probably the number two right now. When was he drafted? Second round. Second round. Oh god. Um, and I and I say him because Arizona still got Fitzgerald, but he's getting up there. Right. They got Johnson back. Listen, real quick though, he's been up there. He's been he, he's been up there. He's still. I producing. can drink that private side. No, no, I, I get that. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I think Christian Kirk is primed to have maybe not an outstanding year, but to get you and on bye weeks eight to nine to ten points. So like in that range, you know, he's going to get you probably four or five catches. Rita, he's, he might get you that punt return or kick return for a touchdown. It's interesting. I'm curious because I can't I can't think off the top of my head. Arizona's special teams, they're not really big scorers no. to my knowledge. I mean, they're it's kind of been, been a quiet. I mean, when um, and, he uh, scored the, the uh, corner week, there, Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson was the last guy I could think of That's being that kind it. of guy. Because he scored week two off of a punt return, Christian Kirk. Yeah. See, and, I think it'd be Peterson. interesting for fantasy football's sake if – Maybe we can do maybe something we can do next year. Maybe it's something where we do like uh, our own math because that's something that might happen with this league. Kyle and I might have to do the math every week. I think it's actually be that'd be cool. Just kind of like that. We, we gotta we gotta work it in. We gotta see if, if someone like Yahoo can let us do it this way. I'm pretty sure you can. You just set up a six team thing and you like or, we did a live draft. Just in case it doesn't work, we might have to do the math. We, Kyle and I prepared for that. I told him he might be doing a lot of math. He didn't know what it meant until today, um, but. Um, I would be interested to do a thing where you have a defense and then a separate special teams. That'd be cool. That would be interesting because I, I don't know why they're... It, it's out of ease they <laughs> do yeah. it that way. Because well, the... it's, it, but it's one of the things, like, you think about it, like, so, like, me, for example, like, uh, the way I think about it is very, there are maybe two, three teams going into every season where you're thinking to yourself, okay, this is a, not defense, but a special teams that could score some points. Every single year, the Chicago Bears are a special teams that are going to score some points. They might, you know, most special teams are probably going to put up a zero every week. That's why nobody does it. Just think about it. If there's no turnovers and there's no touchdowns, you've scored nothing. But the Chicago Bears are the type of team that force fumbles on tur- on kickoff returns. They're the type of teams that get random returns on touchdowns. You know, you, you look back. I mean, imagine if you had just bare special teams during Devin Hester's career. Right. Not only was that a time when Devin Hester was putting up record numbers, amounts of punts and kick returns as touchdowns, but it was also a special teams that was forcing almost a turnover every game just on special teams. Think of all the times like, you know, hey, you know, we, we got a, uh, an interception. It's like, great, points for your team. And then other team goes and they get a kickoff, turn or touchdown, and, you know, negates all that right away. <laughs> Big bummer there. So I like the separation, separation yeah. of church and Kyle, state, as they let's say. Let's talk. We, we talked about it before the break. We we're going to get into this. Let, let's we'll go. You know, not necessarily around the horn, but let's do the group discussion thing. I want players that people should just stay away from in the draft. Um, I got one right off the top of my head that I'm thinking of, and that's going to be uh, Nick Chubb. Because the NFL does this thing where they just duplicate players' names and look at <laughs> Tom, Tom Crabtree. Look at Tom Crabtree. Would you pick Tom Crabtree ever? I'd pick him to be in an 1980s porno. The guy had some really greasy. So, 
you know, this fake chub? No. No. Uh, I got one, too. Um, Draft-wise, I, I think it'd be worth looking at waiver-wise, matchups and stuff like that if you're in a pickle, but uh, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch is up there. Um, he, you know, the way the league is going now, it's a receiving back league, and he's not a receiving back by any term at all. And plus they have. And Gruden, is a, Gruden also is a guy who likes to run a little bit faster pace of an offense. And you put someone up there that is a power back that is built to get three and four yards at a time and is a little bit, you know, slower. He's, I don't know if he's going to be the guy that's going to be able to keep up with a, with a high, you know, high-speed offense. Well, and they've got the receivers now what? to run a high-speed offense. And plus they also have Doug Martin. <clears throat> Oh, he's Do you want good. the first yeah, one or the second one? Proven. Second one. Um, I, I think sure. Martin's proven yeah. when he's on the field. He just, you know, kept getting suspended. Is, is it normally on the field? <laughs> um, For me, I mean, players that are almost untouchable, I think it's any Dolphins receiver. Mm-hmm. Mm, I see, but I disagree with that. I disagree with that because I think somebody like an, an Amendola is going to really benefit from being on a team with a quarterback that's not that great and having stills on the team. I think because of the division on, they wouldn't make the playoffs, but I think the Dolphins would have really turned a lot of heads this year if Landry hadn't left. Landry, Amendola, and Stills, that's, but, that's picture perfect. But, but Stills is the type of receiver that's going to be able to run down the field. Amendola is going to get his he's going to get his catches over the middle. But I, when you say Amendola, I mean, do you mean like five points a game? No, I think Amendola, in a PPR league, I think Amendola has the ability to put up 10 to 11 points a game. All uh, Amendola, I mean, think about it. If Amendola gets four catches for fifty yards, that's nine points right there. Yeah. and that's not that's not hard for somebody like him to do. An over the middle short white receiver that's just going to do that over the middle type of route. That's just going to be. He's going to run. He's going to do his route. Get it precisionly lined up. By the time he gets to the first hash mark, and then he's going to burn you with his speed to get to the other. That's hash never mark. been a guy on New England ever scored touchdowns. This guy, he he picked up you know six receptions on a drive, and then freaking <laughs> Blunt would put it in for the touchdowns. <laughs> and like you know, just just before anybody has the the chance to make this point, it's not because it's Tom Brady throwing the football. Those receivers are open. Any quarterback can make those throws. Tom Brady, it just works so well for him because he usually has two little white guys that get it. <laughs> When you have Amendola and Edelman that are both getting wide open, you have one of them run that middle route over, you know, across the hashes, and the other one run a deeper route, and then you pick and choose which one you want to throw it to. See, I think Amendola has the ability to score ten points a game. I honestly, my, my thing, I think Amendola is a subpar receiver. I think he's hung around because he's very good in special teams. I, I don't think he's gonna the, the the Dolphins team. I don't think is a is gonna do anything. Well, I, I agree. I don't think Amendola is good. I think you know being in New England is the right place, right time, and kind of. Aided his career along, but uh, I, he's he 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 gets open. He he doesn't score. He gets open. He's a good guy for six receptions a game. Another, another uh, don't touch him. Kyle's gonna get mad. Adrian Peterson. I agree. I don't think he's gonna do anything for that Redskins team. He's he's old as far as NFL standards go. He's hurt all the time now. I I just don't think he's gonna make a difference there if he even lasts the whole season. If, well, I we talked about this last week. We're surprised he kind of didn't go to a contender. Not not to say that Washington's not a contender, but They're it's not, not it's not a not a known contender. I mean, it'd be a team that'd be surprised a lot of people if they, you know, jumped up and they got ten wins this season. It would be a surprise, I think, to a lot yeah. of people. But you know, it, it's it's not to say that. No, it is to say it would be a surprise. So, I'm surprised that he didn't go to a team that's not more in the race, if you will. That, that 
I agree. I mean, he's a guy. I mean, we all grew up watching Adrian Peterson beat your favorite team. <laughs> I think it, you I, know it's. I'd like to make a point. I, I disagree, and I think it's because I know he's up there in age, but I think that Adrian Peterson is trying to prove that last year not playing due to circumstance and, and uh, productivity, and then the injuries like that. Adrian Peterson's trying to prove that he can go three more years. I think I think he's trying to prove that he could do three more years in the league, and and if he goes out there and he rushes for eleven hundred, twelve hundred yards, I'm not, he doesn't have to have a sixteen hundred yard season. He doesn't have to be the AP we know. But if he goes out and he eclipses a thousand yards and six touchdowns, Adrian Peterson has proven that he's worth taking the risk on and having him around for three more years. And he goes to a team like the Redskins, where the Redskins are far out from winning a Super Bowl, but at the same time, they might not be. I, I'll agree with you saying that if he goes out and rushes for 1,100 yards, then yes, um, he can hang, but I, I don't think he tops 600. Well, I question, I can't see. I told you to send, tell me to send you a text. I asked you. I, I, I gave you a question mark. You mean 17 rounds? 17 rounds. Now, when, when Arizona signed AP last year, right, his first game there, I think he rushed for almost close to 100 yards. Say say that again. I'm sorry. When he first got signed with Arizona, yeah, he got, he rushed for about a hundred yards because he had one blow up game where he looked great, and then what happened? But do you see that offensive line? But then what happened? He played okay, but I'm telling you right now, uh, in oh. Washington, as the number one back, as he's listed right now, he's going to have a good year. Kyle, that that is pure speculation. No, it's not. It's uh, it's speculation. Because the first game, without taking any reps or anything, he rushed eleven times for fifty six yards. Without having a snap, without having a practice, without having anything. 11 okay. carries for 56 yards. All with the first team. Okay, but you're talking about a running back who's, what, 33? Okay. Who now has to take the first team out he, for he does 16 not have to play. He did not have to play every single snap. You have Chris Thompson there. So then how many carries is he going to get a game? 20 to 25. Kyle, that, that's an average starting NFL running back. Okay. So you're talking giving a old guy a full workload. He's not, not going to last work. the whole season. I think you're wrong. I think he's going to have a very good year with Washington. He hasn't lasted a full season in Kyle three? thought Tannehill was the GOAT. So. <laughs> Can somebody please hand Rebecca the private stock? Where is it? I think it's already... Oh, no, there it is. Rebecca, enjoy your smoothie. Delicious. You get a private stock for taking Pittsburgh's defense in the 10th round. Oh. They're not even that good anymore. Where are they on the Kyle, come on. You can't say that. I can say that. For defenses? No, no, no. Pittsburgh's defense is 13th. You got to stand by so your talking, team no matter what. I stand, but I know. <laughs> we're talking Pittsburgh's defense just went in our draft Listen. before L.A. and Minnesota's defense Listen, went. There, there's nothing wrong with standing by your team, but I would never have picked before last year the Saints defense before all other the teams. I mean, there was one defense picked. You know what I mean? All right, let's keep the fantasy talk you know going. Machine, you're up. Listen, I'm not arguing with you. Yeah, is that you feel me? Feel what I'm saying? Man? Yeah. 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 All right, so. Oh, yeah. Kind of like the players thing. Like, here's a good one to stay away from, and this is kind of a no-brainer. But you talk about teams. You know, a lot of people don't because realistically, we're just looking at this list defense-wise. You got Jacksonville, L.A., Minnesota, and that's about it. Those are the only three defenses I'd feel comfortable with playing on a week-to-week basis. I don't know, you know, Super Bowl hangover or that type of thing. I don't know if Philadelphia's defense is going to live up to the hype. And there might be, there's always a defense that comes in and surprises us that's playing really well on a year-to-year basis. I mean, Dallas did it a couple of years ago. Their defense was lights yep. out for the whole year. Um, the Houston Texans, they have the ability to be that defense if people can stay healthy. But 
a lot of people like to play defensive matchups. A lot of people like to make the joke. I'm playing, you know, whatever defense is playing against Cleveland. I don't think that applies this year. But Bre- breaking know. news: Gates is back. Who you signed with Gates? Gates is back with the Chargers. Wow, good, oh, good for him for staying loyal for like the thirtieth season of his career. <laughs> They're celebrating his 80th birthday next week. I think, We're all invited. I, think I know yeah. my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting for him? His birthday. Oh, for his birthday? I figured uh, you know, maybe a Red Lobster gift card. Idiot. <laughs> Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> He's a shelf <laughs> joke. Get him a do-rag. Come on, Kendall, you got drafted. You got to do it. What am I doing? Come on now. You like that? Oh, Kirk Cousins. Ooh, <laughs> I tell you what, like I thought, I I can't see. Uh, these big frame glasses, there's no real lenses in them. I did the, the Von Miller. Uh, I went after that type of. Uh, move. I just I just saw the the video portion of you doing the ooey. Very funny. Oh, I bet a lot of uh, facial contortions. <laughs> What's wrong with that guy? And um, Riddler is, uh, we'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break to talk about uh, Kyle. So, Kyle, in, in your opinion, take us through the defenses. Which, what you feel is uh, I mean, your safe safe bet versus the risk. I know you like to play week by week. I know it's what you I, like. Honestly, in my opinion, I don't think Jacksonville's worth taking. Uh, let me ask you something. I know you like to play week by week. Put yourself in the position like I do. I like to have a defense for a season and not and not touch it. Just what I like. I... I try and do that, but I always talk myself out of drafting one. Um, I'm this, just curious what you guys would feel would be this like season, a, a safe one you could stick with the entire year. This season, I mean, well, I, I have two answers for that. All right, the safe bet is the Vikings. Okay. We I know what they are, and that's it. Um, but if you're willing to gamble a little bit, I think this year's Rams defense can be one of the best defenses we've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, there is talent on every level of that defense. But there's one problem with that. They're all they're all egos. It's all egos. And we and don't know super, if they can play together. And superstar defenses in the NFL do not work. Like that Eagle defense of like four but, or five years but ago. But that's not true. It, that's it not, is true. Kyle, we saw Seattle do it. But Seattle had superstars. Guys. Like Minnesota's doing it now. But they didn't. They never. They don't. They didn't go out and sign all these but, players. But what I mean is, I agree. I agree. I'm talking about if you go out and you sign big name players. Okay. They Fair don't enough. work together. Fair enough. Right. I, I will agree with the, the, the Seattle homegrown. And they had, they had a five-year period where they were just dominant. Yeah. And now we're seeing kind of the tail end, kind of like the aftermath of that. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's still some good there, but it's not what it was. Well, the I'm Eagles not, team, are we talking the Eagles team with like Namdi Asimov yeah. and all that? Here's the yeah. thing with the Rams, okay? They brought in Sue, they brought in Marcus Peters, and they brought in Aqib Tlaib. Three guys who are known just egomaniacs. If Tlaib can come in and realize, hey, you know, Marcus Peters is younger than me, <laughs> and at at least right now more talented, he, if he can take kind of that step back and realize he's going to be covering the number two guy versus the number, if that defensive unit can work together, that can be an all time defense. That I mean, I don't think Tlaib is a selfish player. I think what I mean by that, he's a guy who listen, he he gets penalties, but it's not because he. What I'm what I'm trying to say is that he's a guy who takes stuff personally, player to player. It's not something that it's like it's it's a team. You know, I I don't, I don't think I'm the best guy on the yeah. field. I think he's a guy who just you know he he. It's just if that if that defensive unit can work together, I I mean they can hold teams to thirteen points a game. I mean 
there, there's just no weakness if they can all st- if they can work together. That that's going to be the key. Because I mean, you can't throw on Talib Peters, and I mean they still have Lamarcus Joyner. No, is that his name? Yeah. No, actually, I don't know. I don't. Is Joyner still there? Joyner Lucas, what the rapper. I know two guys left. I don't know what but, to were. But if you look at even the, the front side, now you have Sue and you have Aaron Donald. I mean, their defense ha- has just so much talent. It, it's unbelievable. That that division should be worried about it. I, I agree. I think that's... that's a... on, the, on the same notion, I, I want to kind of ask Kyle. Do you think the Rams bringing in all this secondary help kind of shows that they're worried about Garoppolo? Yeah, I think they're worried about their own division. I would, yeah. Like, because last year the Rams could get thrown off, but now they have Peter, they have um, Tlaib, and they even brought in Sam, Sam Shields, who we didn't play for two years, but you know what he is. He, he's a guy that gets a lot of interceptions. No, I agree. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know Sam Shields. Yeah. Who's got the Zambuca? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, personally, for me, I don't like taking defenses as early. That's just how I am. Okay. I, I need to defend this because, you know, that's a set third, fourth time. It's I'm a not, six person league and there's no waiver moves. I want a defense I can start every week and not have no, to I go get and that. play I'm defense. Not, All I'm right. Not so I will reach across this table with I'm this not, pen I'm saying and shove it right up that nose of yours, you sick I'm bastard. I'm not saying this league. That's I'm saying cool. in regular <laughs> standard leagues, I don't believe in taking defense. That's absolutely fine. I think playing the defense to who they're playing against works well. But that's just how I've always played it. Listen, it's funny because every year we have our draft. We argue with Jeff about this every year, <laughs> and it's it's he doesn't have a wrong argument. No, like, but I, it, it's funny because like everyone's be like, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait, and then just like ah, Denver's defense, and everyone's like, oh shit, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in a league like this where we're not gonna be doing waiver moves, I, I just you know, no, I got it. Oh, I'm doing waiver moves it, because here's the thing: if I'm wrong, official, I could but... easily just blame Jalen Ramsey for being an asshole. That's it. I'd also like to talk about Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> if he doesn't show up this year, exactly. That's why there's no risk in what I just ruining did. his career. If he does not ball out this year, he is done. If Jacksonville sucks, <laughs> it's Jalen Ramsey's fault. Fuck that guy. If, if they're he, great, if told he you. does not absolutely ball out, he is toast. He is going to be roasted for the rest of his career. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> Calling out Gronkowski, I enjoyed because you know I am a Patriot hater, but he's got this. You're right. This has to be. This is it. If he does not ball out, he is toast. Yeah. Now don't get me wrong. Jalen Ramsey is very talented. Like he is a very good corner. But this now, you you've been running your mouth an entire off season. I'm surprised out. for Jalen Ramsey's sake. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's happened off the air, but I'm surprised that we haven't seen some sort of thing about from Tom Coughlin stepping in and telling him to shut his fucking mouth. That Tom Coughlin no. doesn't stand for shit like that, and you know, and if people have forgotten since his days of having heart attacks every Sunday on the New York Giants sideline, he's now a front office man for Jacksonville. Tom Coughlin doesn't stand for things like that, and I'm. You want to know where where he does though? Because he did it with Odell. He let Odell do whatever he wanted, because. Oh, it's my pick. Sorry. Um, he let Odell do what he wanted, and we saw Odell get himself get himself into trouble. But I mean, I don't know. I, I think Odell so far looks like a generational guy. I think Ramsey's that same caliber. Um, plus, I mean, 
it, it's getting the media talking about a team the media doesn't talk about. You know, we don't talk about Jacksonville. It's just they've been so bad for so long. He's right, you know. Hmm. Well, the thing too is the media is not going to talk about it because they still don't have an offense. You yeah. can have the greatest defense ever, but I mean, like, unless they can do what Chicago did, because last year the offense kind of clicked. If the offense can kind of click again, they'll be a they'll you know they'll look like a complete team. But in two thousand six, when the Chicago Bears went to the, the Super Bowl against the Colts, their offense was not always clicking. Their, their team was really carried by their defense that completely took over games. I mean, I mean completely took over games. So if Jacksonville's defense can do that, then we'll talk about But until Jacksonville puts up an offense on a consistent basis, basis or has their defense take them back to an AFC championship game, they're not going to be the team that everyone's lock, talking about. No, you're right. I, uh, I, I sent mine into it. In my mouth, <laughs> um, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> we also didn't touch on the rookies, though. I think they're gonna be a big part of this year's draft or waiver wire more than anyone else thinks. Guys like Sony Michelle, nope, Royce Freeman, nope, <laughs> Calvin Ridley, nope. All right, whatever you say. There's one guy that's gonna be better than all these other rookie sleepers, Cortland Sutton. That's the guy to look out for. Talking about a legitimate receiver has the ability to put up big time numbers. Where did he go? Denver. That's right. That's right. He's the third option in Denver. No way he's not seeing single coverage. And he has the ability to do something that a lot of people don't, and that's cause a fantasy ripple effect. If he decides to go off in the first three weeks of this season because he's in single coverage, you are now looking at single coverage for Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, and Sutton. With Case Keenum, who proved last year he can huck the football. You're talking about three Sometimes studs. Sometimes lucky throws. <laughs> True. Anyone want digs? <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, like Marcus Gallup with the Cowboys. There's not a lot there, so he has the potential to maybe do something. But it's, like I said, yeah, but he's on the Cowboys. Yeah, right, not, Pete. <laughs> there's not a lot there. Like Sir Michelle's the Patriots, so you don't know what you're gonna get because you might Patriots, sit for two years. I don't know. Yeah, the Patriots play week to week and whatever. Even the guy from the Colts, uh, Wilkes, he's a running back with Marlon Mack down for the first couple weeks. He, he can show that what he has. He can potentially go off and become the starting running back for that team. Max isn't out. Hmm? He's not out confirmed. No, I'm saying so like he, he, he may miss yeah. the first couple. If he is, he has the potential to take his spot. Because, you know, the Colts let go of Frank Gore, finally. What do you mean, finally? He's 50 years old. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm he's just saying, still good, though. I'm not saying he's bad, but he's not what the Colts need. That's what everyone needs. He's a, <laughs> the uh, inconvenient truth. Frank Gore <laughs> is probably the most consistent running back they had to Frank, ever play. They had Frank Gore under Roosevelt Knicks in the draft yesterday. Well, as much as love Knicks, that's incorrect. <laughs> um, I mean, Gore never, I mean, in, in this era of football, not known as a fantasy guy, but still really good. And, and, and pre- scary. And perhaps worth, you know, you know, taking the shot, you know, you know, hey, he's got a decent matchup, you know, let's play Gore. I, I would do that. Gore, I think, for our generation, is 
one of the best running backs we saw. Oh, for sure. No, I I agree with that. The point I think I think Kyle's trying to make like is that right for, now. for fantasy wise, you know, that's a guy who will probably get you a couple touchdowns red zone wise, but he's not going to break off the eighty nine yarder. He's not going to get a lot of carries because they they drafted um the kid from Arizona this year, and they have Kenyon Drake. So right now he's kind of like the third option. It's a good third option to have, but I I understand what you're saying. In the lines, I wouldn't take the rookie running back because I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. Like they like they have a Patriots head coach who like who learned from Tom Brady. I mean, not Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and I don't know if he's gonna bring his coaching ways into Detroit. It's it's all it's it's tough. Yeah, it's tough out there. <laughs> I, I'm looking for work myself. <laughs> yeah, don't all talk at once, guys. Um, I don't know. I just think Cortland Sutton has the most ability of these kind of sleeper rookie picks that people aren't picking in their drafts to do some serious ripple effect and make not only himself, but the other receivers on the team. All fantasy studs. Oh. Because here's the deal. I mean, if Demarius, Emmanuel, and Cortland Sutton are all in single coverage, any quarterback can look like a stud with that receiving court. True. True. Those are players that, you know, I think they get in their own head. You know, not not that, you know, Thomas generates penalties, but it's definitely a guy who kind of, like, does not – Goal. He he never has a crazy day. You know, you never see a day where he's going. You know, you know, ten receptions for hundred and thirty-five yards. Marius? I don't know what we're talking. Who are about. you talking about? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just talking. I'm just talking because no one else is talking. So <laughs> what player are you talking about? True. I'm just making up. <laughs> so, I was gonna say if you're talking about Demarius Thomas, Demarius I disagree. Thomas. <laughs> you know, Ray Thomas. <laughs> he plays. He. Uh, he was on the list earlier. <laughs> Let's do a brief little segment. Like, so I'm going to keep it short. Ten minutes um, around the horn, in a standard league, you know, we're talking, we'll do PPR. We're talking quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, kicker defense. Which team in the NFL for this season do you think has the ability to have the most point getters in the league? Like, who's going to – no, I shouldn't say ability. Who's going to be, in your in your opinion, your prediction, who's going to be the team that produces the most point-getters in the NFL? I mean, right, right off the top of my head, I want to say the Steelers. Because you're yeah. going to have Brown and Bell. And, I mean, any points Brown gets goes to Ben. And it's just those three guys there always put up decent fantasy years. No tight end, no defense. Well, Jesse James... Serviceable. New England. Brady, yeah. you know, whoever, you Just know. Just wears jersey already. The running back at the time will get, you know, the points. It will go week to week, I'm sure. Defense somehow, you know, always generates points. Don't know how, but uh, they do it. So I think it will be very good to be a high point getter this coming season. Uh, for me, it's potentially the Rams. The Rams have a lot of weapons. You got Cooks, Gurley, Cup, Golf, and you got the potential of the high power defense. I don't know what Paul's making that face for. Is Will Lutz still the New Orleans kicker? 
Yeah. All right. That's the record. Big bad Will Lutz. Is that our first and kicker the, taken? And the first kicker's off the board. No. Yes. Oh, that's the first kicker. Oh, I read the wrong thing, yeah. Yeah, it says Matt Ryan, not Matt Bryant. No, I looked at something else. Daddy. <laughs> I'll kick this for you. The number kicker was taken as the first kicker. Say again? Will Lutz is the number sixth ranked kicker. <laughs> well, you know, the Saints score. So, extra point attempts. About 25 yards, you know. It's rough these days. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're stalling out here. What, 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 <laughs> Kyle, what do you want to talk about next? You, you, you're our fantasy guru. Yeah, don't on. don't worry about peeling that pepperoni. I mean, right I mean, so the Rams are good, but I don't know that necessarily the receiving core is going to be able to get the job done. And the uh, receiving core completely depends on Jared Goff having another good year. Well, I mean, that that's any team. No, no, no. I understand that. But at the same time, I mean... Ben Roethlisberger going to have an off year, and Antonio Brown's still going to put up points. So yeah, Smith Schuster won't put up points, but Brown will. Julio I, I, Jones can still put up points with Matt Ryan having a bad year because. Uh, so what's up, Pat? I don't know. I'm a sleeping on the Rams a little bit. For me personally, I think it's the New York Giants. I yes. So yes, sir. Stud uh, running back, two great wide receivers, stud at tight end. A quarterback that knows how to get the job done, won two Super Bowls, and a defense that last year, as of speculation at this point in time, only played terrible because they were on the field for 80% of their snaps, or for 80% yep. of the team's snaps. You know, you put an offense in that's going to score points with juggernauts on offense, the defense is on the field less, they can start generating turnovers, things like that. The only, the only Really, on paper, the only thing for the New York Giants that's a little shaky is kicker. And I'm okay with sacrificing six points a game from the kicker for everybody else to put up double digits. Yeah. Fuck Adam Moses. I agree. What kind I of his name was... Look, I, I don't think his know, name was I, Adam. It, it kills it's me to say this, but their defense <laughs> is this bad that they lose... Kyle, you're the absolute worst but, at checking if it's your fucking pick or not. The Falcons. The Falcons have players at each position that are going to put points up. They have a Julio Jones, two good running backs that always seem to figure it out. Matt Ryan puts up did, decent points. Did Hooper Jones get be good. extended? Yeah, I think he did. Pretty he good. Yeah, I'm not too happy. <laughs> would I like I to see him use walk. it to open up a barbecue and foot massage place. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. They got a YouTube video out. <laughs> Check it out. Oh, yeah. Who'd you pick that was picked this time? Oh, it's also strike three. Know. So here you go. Mm. I didn't pick anybody. Didn't you just say that? No, he didn't. It was the worst at. I didn't check who it was my pick. That's the only thing. We were just sitting here waiting. You win this time. So. <laughs> um, there's a guy I'd like to talk about. I don't know if Jeff will like it, but I think it'd have a a very not not like elite season, but a very good season. Devin Funches. I think he can have a good year this year in Carolina. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't <laughs> yeah. think he's gonna, he's not going to go out and set the world on fire, but he's a guy that people are going to play as that wide receiver too, even in a flex, and he's going to win people games. He's gonna he he's gonna be the number one receiver, so I think he's gonna get you know those those first read targets. There's some fantasy leagues out there that are doing um commentary points. Oh really? People play a commentary and get points based off things. Like you get like half a point for here's a guy, or like you know. Like I, I would like much like to participate in that league. <laughs> I pick all the Sunday night games and Monday. Thursday, forget about it. No more Gruden. No more Gruden. I know, but you know what? That other guy, that bald guy who did the basketball games for ESPN. Did they, did they announce he's a good who's guy. doing Monday Night Games? 
is it Jason Witten? And who? The guy that did it last year? I think who was with. Should be Jason Witten and Jonathan Coachman. <laughs> Wait, is it not that bald guy again, Kyle? No? He was good. Keep going back to baseball. He did baseball, too. I, he, he, did did, Sa- he did the Red Sox announcer. He did basketball, too. Didn't he do basketball for ESPN? Uh, I don't think so. No, I know you know. Uh, Marv uh, Albert and Reggie Miller calling football. <laughs> <laughs> Marv Albert. He would, do, he would on Nestle. He was the Red Sox announcer. I, I don't know. No. I think since one of the guys ended up getting cancer, I think yes. he went back. Well, yeah, because Remy was going. And who was, who was the other Red Sox guy there that went out to? Uh, Don Orsillo. Orsillo. Well, I, I never cared for the Red Sox announced crew. One yeah. of the worst in baseball. Yeah, I agree. John Sterling, number one. Absolutely not. <laughs> Perhaps worse than the Red Sox, but, but for radio. That's some of the worst baseball calling I've ever heard in my hey, life. Hey, hey, hey. Not a boy. Relax. I will not. Way to believe in it, Jeff. Way to believe in it. SNY, best calling baseball ever. Yeah. And I, I'm a Mets fan, but best call baseball ever. Because they can do the most with minor league players. Well, that makes them the best. <laughs> no, they're this, very good. They're, they're not. They're not. They, they, they don't. Put the Mets on by any stretch of imagination because the Mets lost for so long that they they've. <laughs> Shout out to Gary Cohen. I've always tried to be you and Jerome Bettis. If I could be both, Jerome Cohen. It's called Drake. <laughs> Drake. I'm the Connecticut's Drake. There you go. So, Kyle, let's ask you a question as a sports outsider. Who is going to be the number one point getter and? fantasy football this year? Uh, personally, David Johnson. He's going to get the touches, he's going to get the pass catches, and he's going to get the touchdowns. Let me ask you something. Why didn't you pick him? If he's going to be the, the biggest point getter. Isn't that the objective in your first pick? Yeah, but no, my, I, my thing is, the reason why I won't be Le'Veon Bell is he's going to start off slow and they get hot towards the end of the year. Johnson will be steady throughout the whole year. Here, here's what I think about David Johnson. I agree with Kyle. It doesn't matter who's the quarterback for Arizona. Even if it's Bradford or if it's who they drafted Rosin, right? Kyle, I like your pick a lot. If it's either one of them, David Johnson is going to be their go-to guy. Bradford likes having that short that short pass game. Johnson's going to excel there. And if you bring in a rookie quarterback, that'll be his safety blanket. I think no matter who's playing quarterback, Johnson's their guy. So he's just going to be consistent throughout the season. Jeff? Well, I think Todd Gurley. Because he's just got it done last year. He's running, receiving, everything. He's going to put up the same numbers, if not more. He's got more cast around him. He's only going to help him. Don't sleep on him. No one's sleeping on him. Reader? I don't know. I really like what Jeff said. Uh, it was well put together. I kind of have similar feelings on the subject. Uh, real quick, I just—I mean, we're doing the draft. Uh, Rebecca's been texting me. You know, you need a bench. You can have whoever on your bench. You, you, if as long as you filled out your stop, you're you're starting. You, you can draft whoever you want. You can draft five more quarterbacks if you want. You should. Just don't do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm going to make a bold statement. Antonio Brown leads the fantasy league in points this year. Yeah. Well, why is that bold? He's done that before. I still think it's bold, though. Why? 
because because you look at the way the game is played today. If Antonio Brown goes out and averages 100 yards receiving a game, wasn't he last year's highest point getter? I think he was beat up. If he stayed, because he got hurt the last three games oh, of the right. season. So I think he was on pace. But it then was the he year got, before then, because he's gotten it a couple yeah. times. He I may have. Go you know, bold. He, here's the thing. For, I do think it's bold though, especially coming into this year, because you look at players like David Johnson, Todd Gurley. Because here's the thing: what? So two years ago, you talk about it. Sure, Antonio Brown got it, but Todd Gurley was an absolute bust that year. Last year, sure, Antonio Brown was on pace, but he got hurt. And who's to say, even if he didn't get hurt, that it wasn't going to happen? And David Johnson was hurt. Now you look at somebody, Odell Beckham Jr. is back and he's healthy. David Johnson's back and he's healthy. Elliott is around, and he's going to be forced to catch a lot more passes out of the backfield. So here what's, here's what's fair about what Paul is saying. Brown, each year, he's getting older. The, the numbers he puts up every year is impressive. Well, we see the same production this year. And it focuses I, more attention on him. I, because here's the thing. Now that Martavis Bryant is gone... When Martavis Bryant did play for the Steelers, when he was on the field, even if he was not doing that well, he required attention. Big guy, great wingspan, incredible vertical, and he, not to mention, made some pretty ridiculous catches in the end zone in his time in Pittsburgh. The somersault, that was funny. <laughs> but now Antonio Brown coming into the season, Antonio Brown is the only sure thing as a wide receiver that this or tight end, the only sure th- down-the-field pass-catching option that the Steelers have. I mean, Smith-Schuster definitely is going to be warranted attention, and he's going to get it. But sophomore slumps is a very serious thing, and Smith-Schuster very well could drop off this year. Smith-Schuster could see attention from some serious cornerbacks this year and not be able to adjust to it. It happens all the time. I mean, the Steelers have benefited for a while now of receiving cores that, on paper, do not seem that great, but have produced. And, you know, I'm I'm hoping that, you know, Smith Schuster does have a repeat year and, and goes beyond what he did last year and exceeds expectations for me personally. I'm hoping that's what happens. But you know, if let's say Schuster kind of gets shut down, you know, Eli Rogers is not kind of the guy. He hasn't been proven to step up. He's not going to be the guy, anyways. Well, the, number Kyle thirteen, number thirteen. There, incredible. his name is escaping me. Uh, the number three receiver is going to be James Washington. There's a guy I can't think of. I mean, I believe he's a rookie, but... Um, James Washington? The guy we drafted in the third, second round. Is he number 13? I'm not sure what number well, he is. He was drafted in the second round. Perhaps we're talking about the same person. But, you know, he had a, he had a good preseason, and uh, I hope that's a guy who can kind of step up like, you know, receivers in the past for the Steelers have and, and be effective. That's what I'm hoping. And maybe it doesn't have to all fall on I'm Schuster and, and Brown can see. Eli Rogers, he sucks. Um... I remember, oh, he's going to set the league on fire. He's going to be so good. For a guy that's like always, the guy that's always had to come in and just fill a role and just, like, had to be a serviceable receiver for the Steelers was Hayward Bay. He never did great, but he was always He's okay. the greatest special teams player on the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. I love Hayward Bay. He was a great pick for us. He's, like you said, great special teamer. And he's a veteran presence. If we so. need him to be a receiver, he can do it. Yeah, until he was a Steeler, Kyle would hate if I drafted him. Yeah, it's, oh, you, you're the worst. <laughs> no, the, because he's not a fantasy yeah. player. You can. I would I'm talking about Matt. You would shit on his life. Because he can't catch. But now he's good. He's Forgot. not even good. He just catches the ball sometimes. Tannehill. <laughs> Whatever. You'll get over it. 
So, so Paul seems to really not like this pick. Can we try and guess who it is before he reveals you know it what? to us all? I think he said it, and I forgot. Colin. <laughs> yeah. Colin. I forgot. Fuck you, Kendall. I'm sorry. You know, the thing is, I, I wanted both. Who'd you want? I wanted. He, he also has Jordan Howard. I, I wanted, yeah, I wanted, I wanted both. I wanted both pairs. So I apologize, Riddler. <laughs> I know you said it. I forgot. So uh, I didn't say that. No, that's not what it. That's you know, not what we're what just the the I, I, head, off no. the air. I thought we said this. No, that's not what I said. Kendall, this smoothie. Well, it's fine. Well, I'm glad I have them both then, and I'll drink all. <laughs> coconut. It's coconut chocolate. It's the worst. This is the strawberry almond joy of drinks right here. <laughs> so you took the Clippers defense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's pretty awful. good. <laughs> I hate coconut. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna say something, and you're gonna disagree with me. <laughs> I know I that love for that. a fact. I'm not saying he's gonna be a bust this year. I'm saying for being a first round running back, Barkley has the potential to be a bust for the for being a first round pick. What's your? But, uh, but why? Yeah. What, what's your reasoning? Here? Okay, your offensive line's still shaky. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Wrong. We're right. I, uh, go ahead. All right. Um, it's just people are going to pay attention to him. Like, especially in the division, they've played him twice. They're going to pay attention to him. Maybe they're not afraid of Sterling. Who, who has a good defense in our division? No one. But it doesn't matter. Eagles can play okay. a little bit. So, point, mock. The go Eagles ahead. have a good... No, the Eagles have I'm a good... I'm not saying he's going to be a bust. The Eagles have a good defense, and Dallas's defense is going to suck this year because the secondary is atrocious, but they have a very good front seven. Is Sean Lee going to be on the field? Uh, Doesn't matter. No, Dallas has a very good front seven. They have a lot of good run gaps and stoppers and a lot of good around-the-edge rushers to seal off those outside runs. I'm not saying that they're going to hold him to under 100 yards, but I could very easily see Saquon Barkley getting 100 yards, 110 yards, no touchdowns. Here's the thing, Kyle. Um, I think Barkley's walking into a good situation. He's walking into a team, I mean, Eli... Is he, Eli is Eli. I mean, he can be very good. He can be very bad. But um, you're you're walking into an offense that has Odell Beckham Jr., who's coming back healthy. You have Sterling Shepard. You have Ingram, who's you know rising. Other reasons why he could not. I'm just saying for first but, round talent. But you're saying that the defenses are going to have to focus on Barkley. They can't. They, they can't. can't focus on Barkley. You can't stack the box when you have three really good receivers. You can't do it. Because they're going to kill you. Two. Wh- which one Two. are you telling me isn't good? Because Shepard is good. How now, timely, I, Mr. Reed. I also don't know anything about Ingram. Last year he was good. How do you good. not know about Ingram? Last year he was good. But like we said, sophomore slumps happen. He could easily so, suck. So Smith Schuster is going to have a great no, sophomore. No, he could also suck. Ah, Kyle, I hate you so much. No, you I don't. Because so I'm, just saying, I'm not saying he's being a bust. <laughs> I'm saying to, be, to pick him in the first round, he had the potential to be a first round bust. Do you get what I'm saying? I, I understand, but but your reasoning you're is flawed. Like he, so what you're saying is like he could produce at a Jordan Howard level, but not a Derek Johnson level. Right? Is that what you're kind of arguing, Kyle? Yeah. Because like, Jordan Howard's not pro- probably not going in really any first rounds in any fantasy leagues, right? So you're saying he could be potential to be like a Jordan Howard, Devontae Freeman caliber running back, which is still very good and very serviceable, not a bust by any means in terms of NFL standards, but in terms of fantasy football, he's not going to produce at a Derek Johnson, Zika Elliott. Top what early I mean levels. Is, is, that what, is that your argument, Kyle? Yeah. 
Derek Johnson's yeah. a linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> Retired, by the way. Your reasoning is flawed. <laughs> I'm not saying that Barkley's going to go out and be... There's too many weapons on the Giants for him to be considered one of the top five picks in the draft. But but even that, I don't think he is a top five pick in the draft. People are picking him in the top Well, all right. I'm just saying. And most drafts he's being picked in the top five. He went fourth in ours. Since we're kind of in the later stages of this draft. And then this guy was drafted, so. Do you guys want to go into kind of like a lightning round? Because, I mean, honestly, I'm a guy who I pick the names. These are the players <laughs> I like. This part, of the, this part of the draft, I'm going to pick who I like. <laughs> you guys can do the strategy you want for your bench. but I'm... CJ Anderson, she's a Denver Bronco. He is a, is he a Dolphin? I don't know where he went. Or no, where did he go? This Tennessee? He's, he, no. he's, not, he's not in Denver, though. Uh, Carolina. 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 It's really Carolina. hard to remember all this tonight. I don't have time to look at the sheets. Ooh. Actually, you know what's funny about sheets? I was on their menu uh, on Friday. <laughs> just kind of searching through it. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of see what they have. There's a lot of stuff that I've never ordered. Anything new? Um, no. Always no. something new. Well, yes, but I, I... It's the only place where you can go and order a burrito and add a full-size pizza to it. <laughs> I mean, Ridley's the only person who's ex- uh, experimented with kind of the deli sandwiches. There's actually some good stuff on there that's kind of worth taking a look at. Deli sandwiches? I got fish from there. Fish. I got fish from a fish place where you can also food. get diesel. And kerosene. I have a, I have a question. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> when, when is our redraft for the, the final rounds? Week four. After week week four. four. Okay. All right. Continue. Oh, I was about sheets. So if, you, if you're out <laughs> in the western part, the northeastern western part, uh, poorly said, go to if sheets. If you're in Pennsylvania, go to sheets. Well, North Carolina, Ohio, West Virginia. You know, if yeah, you're none around. Of those, none of those are west. <laughs> That's my point. I'm sticking to it. They're selling so, beer now. Should we have him as a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Fantasy fantasy football discussion. Um, let's talk about some uh, some potentials. Let's let's go. Uh, we got we got about a half hour left. Let's talk about some uh, some teams that have uh, two people struggling for the same position type of thing. So let's go uh, right off the bat. Let's say you are a fantasy owner who happened to have gotten Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. Now, you know, I'm not saying Kamara has been a bust, and I'm not saying he's been exceeding. Let's just say he's been playing to expectations, average, for him. Mark Ingram comes back. Do you consider starting him over Kamara? Do you consider starting them both? Do you just leave Ingram on the bench? How do, you know, that, that, you know, let's, let's talk about some examples like that. Carson Wentz, Nick Bowles. Is it worth drafting both of them to your team? You know, like, you know, is it worth drafting? Because the Eagles are a high-powered team. They're coming off. They've got weapons. You know, it doesn't have to just be the Eagles. But I'm saying, let's, you know, let's go. Le'Veon Bell, for example. Nobody knows what he's going to do. He gets off to a slow start. Maybe he gets injured. You know, he's got some injury right. problems. Maybe he continues to hold out. Who knows? I, I think it's worth Is drafting. it worth drafting James Conner? I think having uh, Ingram and Kamara yeah. is worth you know, the suspension, you know, it, it is what it is. I think it's worth having them both. If, if you wanted to go that route and have two running backs on the same team, I, I actually like that. I like handcuffing because then, you know. You know, basically you, you generate whatever running production is going to come through, you know, that team. And, I, and there's points to be had. I, I have no problem with that, especially because, you know, there is the suspension. But forget the suspension. I, I don't think Ingram's going to come back slow. I don't think that at all. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's in shape. Is the guy's going to come back and be productive? I have a question for you, Jeff. Yeah. So talking about Ingram, do you think if, if during this four-game suspension, 
Kamara really lights it up. Do you think they explore trading Ingram? Possibly. Because I, I could see it. If he's okay with taking well, uh, back seat to Kamara, then I think he stays. Here's the other thing, too. It'd be interesting to see, as an older running back, how his uh, contract is structured, too, because there's an entire possibility that they don't even bother trying to trade him. They just cut him. Also, too, he is a Heisman winner. <laughs> That's right. Whenever you turn on that TV watching the Saints game, don't forget that Ingram is a Heisman winner. <laughs> to me, there's certain like teams or players that you can handcuff. But, like, the Philadelphia Eagles, there's too many of them. You have a Jai, you have Well, well that's wood. that's not a handcuff. But you know what I'm saying. I'm, not, I'm just saying, like, if you know teams that play multiple running backs, there's, there's no point of taking. This is my opinion. Like, I don't like taking two players from the same team. And I also don't trust, like, the Patriots. I'm not going to trust who they're going to fucking play week by week. Well, I mean, that that is sort of like the exception to the rule because... You know, Belichick's the guy who, who <laughs> decides the night before what Rolls he's going to do. Yeah, and, and it, with no basis whatsoever see, except that a gut feeling. See, for me, I, I think two, like, big-time handcuffs, and, and I, I don't know their names, but whoever's the backup for Gurley and whoever's the backup for Elliott. Because if either of those guys get hurt. Wow. I'd like everybody to talk <laughs> while we do it, but I'd like them to focus their attention to the draft board for when I pull away to see Jeff's. First pick for the fifteenth round. Um, I think if either of those guys, what's up, Pete? Um, get hurt, either Elliot or I mean, those both those offenses are are founded on running the ball, right? So so the backups there are gonna get the workload, and like we were talking about before, I mean, if you have someone that's gonna get the opportunities, they're gonna get you the points. Jeff Martin with Des Bryant to start off the fifteenth round team. Question mark. Is Morris still on that roster? Who? Oh, Cowboys. Uh, Kyle Dick Rowe. Alfred Morris is the 49er. Yeah, he's so, he's, so we, who is the backup for Elliott? I mean, if, if you don't off the top of your head, it doesn't matter. I just, Rod Smith. Smith. No. Rod Smith. Rod Smith. So, I mean, I, so I, can't, star? I can't speak on, on his really ability. But I could, I, if Elliott goes down, it's a team that kind of hurts. Nobody else knows Almost a full pizza by himself. <laughs> so, he's pretty good. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you picked Des Bryant. Yep. Do you have a prediction as to where he signs? No clue. <laughs> Is he not on this list just because he's not on the team? Correct. Rebecca, stop having side right. conversations. He goes to a team, he's at least a two receiver on most. He might not sign like week six. Oh, I'd rather have him than the guys on this list. <laughs> yep, I took him. All right, so we talk about him, you take him? I didn't want him, but I'm, 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 I'm just curious. Serious? <laughs> Anybody who I picked while we were talking about was kind of just coincidence the two times. But you, you went under your way to get offered well, Morris. I figured who the hell else does San Francisco have right now? Anybody else? <coughs> they got a fan base. That's what they got. They don't have a running back. Well, they have Jimmy Garoppolo, so that's something to be considered. So, is Alfred Morris even on this list? No. Well, nice job. I know who I'm picking next. <laughs> I, I thought Kyle was going first guy not on the list, but Jeff beat him to it. I don't know if you guys know this, but actually I, I hop on the CFL free agent list pretty often. I kind of like to see what they have going on. A lot of guys who didn't make NFL squads. Struggling, because I mean, I'm waiting for Mock's pick. Obviously, the other, other picks can determine what I do between Mock, Kendall, and Rebecca. But I'm struggling between, I've got five receivers, you know, and we have three receivers and a flex. And I've got three running backs, 
two running backs and one from the bench potentially flex. There's a running back that I'm potentially like <coughs> thinking about taking that hasn't been taken. But there's a receiver that I also want, but I have to draft the defense and the kicker, and I only got three picks left. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, fuck! I was like, I'm sitting here looking at like the Trey Burton pick. I'm like, ah, I should have just rode with Gronkowski and picked up a tight end in the <laughs> But it's the problem. You take Gronkowski, you got it, you gotta be ready to take somebody just in case he gets hurt. Oh man. Alright, we gotta hurry up. We gotta we gotta fly through this, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just pick pick your favorites. We're fortunate, there's only six people in this league. <laughs> Oh, now? Oh, now? I Kendall's want... Got, Kendall's got three more picks, and I have a feeling two of them are going to be tight ends that start with C. I want David and Joku. Who? I'm joking. I'm joking. I think that's... Did someone pick him? No, nope, Kyle. Oh, Kyle. The one time you try to call somebody out and it doesn't work. Drink! Yeah, I just feel like somebody definitely thought about picking him. Well, Kyle, I mean, someone may have think about thought about it. I also had a draft yesterday, so I think I've been getting pushed together. Oh, sorry. I oh, it's only like your 14th draft. Five. All right, Rita, you're on the clock. Disgusting. It's ours. I win, dude. So, I mean, we got, we got about 45 minutes. I think we've exhausted Probably, most of our fantasy talk. You know, so, really does let's try to, you know, portfolio. let's talk about, you know, all kinds of things. So, like, you know, Mark, this is going to be, this is essentially your first draft. Yeah. This, Which kind of works out for you. This is a warm-up. Yeah. This is a real good warm-up for you. You're playing with people, you know. Half the people that are going to be in our friends league are sitting in this room, so you're kind of taking a good look at what, you know, three serious fantasy players and Kendall are going to do in the draft. <laughs> you know what happened to me? I just drafted a team from my mom's league. I, I run her account. I, I talked to Kyle about this. I ended up having not my own team. I got assigned someone's team in the league, some, someone else's. I don't know how that happened. So I had to draft for a different guy's team. So I got who I wanted, but it's like all my previous stats will now belong to whoever has control <laughs> of my team. And that sucks. And that kind of influenced my draft because, like, why am I doing this? I, I like my team name. I, I, I did this. I, I've done well. And now I'm drafting for somebody else. So You're still drafting for you. Yeah, but I, it's a stupid. Just pick a player. I, the I, reason this thing is being held up. I, I sent you all my picks. All of them. I have my final picks all. I think it's fair that I just give them to them because you guys aren't going to... You're not going to take my players. That's why, so I do all this right, every so year. Charles Clay, Chris Craig, Steven Hauschka. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Thank you. You can pass the Johnny Blue any second now. <laughs> Where is it? I'm open this one up. Souls, you're my sports outsider. Do I go with the receiver I want to take or do I go with the running back? we well, we got three running backs. Running back. All right. We kind of have to. Well, here comes Alex Collins. Oh, oh God. God. I'm still there. Yeah. Hey, Mark. Just take it. <laughs> I hate coconut. Very annoying. All Shut up. Money. There he goes. Jay Ajayi. Honestly, with no waivers... Even if it's just six people, I'm still kind of surprised he fell to the 15th round. I mean, I, I know that he's got a lot to prove, but... For right. me, there's just too many other running backs. There, there, there's so many in Philly. We don't know. All right, let's go. we got a, got a few more picks. Back. Come on, guys. Got 11. we got 11 picks to go. Well, you got to put Reed's in. Oh, yep, that's my bad. <laughs> so, Rita, get ready to pick. Pick. Just don't pick Charles Clay. Do it. Any kickers you guys want to talk about? I'd like to talk about Stephen Hauschka for a second. <laughs> Knew this was coming. Year in, year out, one of the most serviceable what, what kickers. What even plays? He's still a jet. 
He's a jet, yeah. He's a jet. First jet taken. Was he? Round 16. Yeah. Oh, Omnimnia didn't get picked. What? You uh, know, he's like a tight end receiver. Omnimnia. You know what I'm talking about. Julius? <laughs> you mean the is that Kendall, Kendall didn't bother wasting those picks on, like, you know, supplement picks later. Going straight for the for, for the kickoff for him. God, I, I hope Charles Clay is the reason everyone loses a game in this league. <laughs> These are the players I want. <laughs> oh, my God. Rita dropping her cell phone. Oh, by the way, oh. Jeff, you should so take Dan Bailey. Yeah, I'm not going to do any of that. Why? He's got a tryout with uh, the Argonauts. The first person to take two defenses. <laughs> bye weeks. Bye oh weeks. Oh my god. Well, well the she... bye weeks don't happen until after week four. She's thorough. <laughs> that she is. But here's the thing, though. I mean, think about it. Could you imagine? Say, think about it, think about it, though. Wait a minute. If a bunch of running backs and... Put it under yeah, read. I did. I did. I was thinking about Charles Clay the whole time. Could you imagine... Rebecca and Vito drafting in the same league. <laughs> They'd win it all. Odell Beckham Jr. available in the ninth round. <laughs> Wait, I need three defenses and four tight ends. And every Eagles running back. Scrolls. <laughs> Third pick. Failed to prepare. Hey, don't laugh at that. Prepare to fail. Honestly, if you look down Kendall's list, I only see one charger. Don't be yeah. trades, mate. I want as many chargers as I can. You know, I'm going to make some... Late roster adjustments here. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, we've got two more rounds after. No, we don't. We have one round. <laughs> you have no picks left. We're, yeah, you're done. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I just saw a lot of lines. I, I forgot we got the four supplemental. Yeah, Perfect. Supplement picks. I'm done. And you have, then you have your IR pick for Chris Gregg. No, he's healthy this year. For now. He's, my, start, he's my starting quarterback. Oh, yeah, we'll I don't have a coin. I sure do. Ready? Head or tails? Well, hold on. I need, I need to... Hold on between two players. Heads? Heads? Do you have a coin? No, here we go. Heads? I was lying. All right. Heads. Alex Collins. Boo. I mean, for that... What was your tails? Baltimore? It was... Uh, Baltimore Collins? Yeah. Tevin Coleman. Yeah. All right. I guess so. It, 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 that is worth a coin flip. <laughs> I think Kyle could even agree with that. <laughs> I'm up. Tevin Coleman. Ah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Kyle was also winning at a coin flip, but worked out his favor. Collins? Would you have taken Collins? I would have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was sitting on. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> Give me Burkhead. And? And... Gaskowski. Ooh. Hey, gotta do what you gotta uh, do. Gotta hate myself. I'm taking him. Flacco. 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 Talker. <laughs> Kyle, this will make him your second team you have Tucker this year. They both fell in like last year. You're time. gradually moving, dude. You're a Ravens fan. <laughs> I mean, you're even wearing their shirt. Mock? Des Bryant went before fucking Alex Collins, who's a starting running back. For now. I mean, for now. What else is there? Yeah, Des, Des Bryant went we before Denver's defense. <laughs> Kyle's yeah, thinking yeah. of Guayo, so just pick him up. 
pick my kicker. Your ba- backup kicker. Rebecca's going to do it. Let's go. We got Randall Cobb. Boo. I'm not writing that down. Well, <laughs> I am. Sounds to me. That's a forfeit right there. Give me $40. Give me Pay it, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, Rebecca. Do I have to say it? Yeah, yes. just say it. Dan Bailey. Oh, he got wait, cut. He got cut. <laughs> All right, well, she's got to take it. Right, Give fine. her Gates. Give it's her my Gates. <laughs> you can have Gates. How does how does Brennan McManus sound? She has a kicker. She's taking a backup kicker. I you literally taking, just said this five seconds you're ago. You're taking a backup kicker? Yes. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm gonna give her a name. She's gonna draft. I'd like, so, to give, I'd like to give Rebecca, I'd like to take Rebecca's draft pick for her, if that's possible. Are we in agreement? Rebecca, would sure. you let me take your pick for you? I'll say I. Oh, Here's sure. the thing. You do not I... need a backup kicker. You can take one in the week four supplement draft when you, you could take a kicker then as your last pick. Okay. Because you only need a kicker for one, one week. Kyle! Just that. Can I take somebody that hasn't been picked yet that I think could potentially do very well for you? Sure. Now, you're not going to like it. That's uh, it's not a patriot, is it? Is it Tavon Austin? Nope. It's, it's Prescott. Austin Safarian Jenkins. <laughs> that's my only rule. I can't have patriots. Oh my god! I right, listen. There's only one person in this league who has that rule, and that's me. Ooh. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Good pick. Okay. Good pick. What's he do? He's a wide receiver. Uh, he's actually he does the PR for the Cowboys. He gets laid. Honestly, though. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> you don't have a pick, so yours is done because you gave it a pick, and I'm not going to pick him because I need a kicker, but. Cole Beasley, I mean, I understand it's a six-person league, but I was kind of surprised Cole Beasley and Tavon Austin didn't go. Because they're just, they're just over-the-middle guys. They eat yards. It's that's Hello, the Dad. Jumping in right at the end. He, hey, could, he could rewatch. <laughs> He'll, He'll be here it. Tuesday. He'll be on the show soon. I'm mad at him. Right. Where's Clay? Clay is a bill. He's a buffalo. Buffalo. God, come on, guys. So so our draft is done? No, i got to pick a kicker. Oh. I'm going to think about it. As men, you guys really rushed through, so I'm going to use all your acquired time. Well, well right. here's the thing. Uh, let's do our beer reviews. Yeah, go ahead. Kyle? The Jungle Fury Power Ranger Crush. That's called Jungle Crush. I know. But it's a Jungle Fury <laughs> for the Power Rangers. All right, come on. It was pretty good. It's a terrible it was, show. It was like... Move along. <laughs> I was here. It was like two tubes. All right. Nice. Did so, Robbie Gold get cut? I don't think he did, right? No, he's fine. Thank you. The uh, the nectar of the goats. Terrible! It was so bad. <laughs> it's really not that it's good. It's worse than the private stock. <laughs> I would rather drink the private stock. It's it's really not that good. Yeah, how much you have left, Mark? Can uh, I taste it? I, 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 well, if if I can, real quick, please, on the ahead. back it says character, deceivingly flavorful, incorrect. I'm gonna take it before I go to my review. I want to taste it right now. Slightly it, slightly warmed by hand and room. Yeah, it's really not that good. Which I'm I'm kind of bummed because. <laughs> This is the beer that I expect to be like, like, hey, we brewed an IPA with a leather jacket. <laughs> That's what it kind of tastes like. I got excited because, like, you know, the Yard Goats <laughs> have kind of gotten pretty popular here in Connecticut. I so popular I like, that they're changing their name. Is that really happening? I think so. They're going to be the steamed cheese beer. Oh, my God. No Told way. You. I'm pretty sure That's what's going to happen. I thought Kyle's been screwing with me for weeks. No, I- I've heard from multiple sources. The but like, stem chest. Nobody beer. official, but. It's just. I'm going. I was excited to try <laughs> oh, this, and it I was a big I hope they don't legend. serve steamed cheeseburgers. Stem cheese. Well, I hope they don't change the name because of train reasons, you know, but I get, No, I guarantee you this is Malloy. So you know how we get them to buy concessions? We make the team a concession. Uh, that's awesome. Tax them. 
I gave all my faith in Paul picking my beer this weekend. So, Mark, I, I just picked yours, honestly. I know it was a letdown. I didn't have any high expectations. No, it's a sports-related beer. Listen, I'm, I was happy to try it. I had the uh, chocolate sombrero. I love the can. You know, it's a luchador with four arms and a sombrero. Awesome can design. I'm a stout fan. Clown shoes, chocolate sombrero. If you're a stout fan, go get it. Very tasty. Enjoyed immensely. Paul, outdid yourself again. Thank you. Oh, shut up, Jeff. The tomato soup, I actually am a pretty big fan. Tomato soup? Also, the tomato <laughs> soup, you go yourself. The artwork's really cool, but it's a nice, crisp, refreshing beer. Gets the job done. And it's got a cool logo on it. It does beer. have an awesome logo. T-Rex. Riddler? Well, I decided to do some uh, starting pitching with the Bourbon County Barley Wine Stout. Absolutely beautiful beer. Um, nice, very subtle chocolate notes. It's a uh, 2017 vintage, so it's got uh, just just under two years of age on it. So the chocolate and uh, the uh, the wine flavor kind of starts to come through a little bit more. Kind of reduces the booze taste. Fantastic, uh, you know, solid buzz, high percent type of thing. Um, pitched a really solid seven and two thirds inning. Uh, two hits given up, nine strikeouts, no runs. Got pulled just because he gave up a double. You know, figured big hitter coming up next. All right, let's pull him. You know, he's got a quality start. Brought in the yard goats, uh, nectar of the goat. Gave up 14 <laughs> runs. Lost the game. Gave up 14 runs and one third inning pitched. Um, yeah, gross. Wouldn't drink this again. Sorry Very for good. any future beer reviews done at Thomas Hooker. Very good. <laughs> All right, so uh, is it okay if we run over a little bit? Well, I want to make sure I note that, um, you know, here on PPRN, we're here every Sunday from 10 to 1, but this is Labor Day weekend. So here at PPRN, it's mixtape weekend. And I believe it's running till Monday at 5 o'clock. Check it out. So no, we can't go over. Well, no, I I, I wanted to make sure I said this. I didn't forget. <laughs> um, check it out. A lot of good stuff going on at mixtape. Just good... Uh, the mixes are awesome. Good arrangement. You know, Peter sometimes, you know, he runs the station. He gets on. He's got some guys out in Rhode Island that do some great yeah. stuff. You know, when Peter gets on and runs the mix, he's got – I'm looking right at the, the mixer right here. Good stuff. It's awesome. A lot of fun to listen to. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's, that's the, the, the camping the, grill. The, <laughs> that's a, with the thing that has, like, the Coleman like look. It looks like a camping grill. But he's got a controller right there. You know, he does his thing. You know, the guys from Rhode Island, they, they kill it. The guys from down in Florida, too. They're awesome. If you got into old school '90s rap and all that, check it out. It's awesome. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll you know we'll, do, we'll make a post about the the teams with the grades. Um, I mean, how, how do you guys feel about your drafts? I love it. I love my draft well. every year. I'm you excited. Fun? I'm excited to give Rebecca astounding like D minus. Did you guys have fun though? Yes. Yes. This yeah. was good. Never, you guys have never done the live draft before. Right? I've never Kyle, known anybody. Kyle's, Kyle, you've never done a live draft either, right? You've done the you know you've done auction drafts. He did a live draft yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> Like a real one? Yeah. Better well, than this one? It does. He's got well, you know what? better than this, Kyle? Kyle, was it better uh, than this? I need, I need an answer on the air. No. Well, you know what? I don't know any... I'm, I may or may not have fucked up your fucking aunt's basement floor trying to do this. I don't know any radio show that's ever done a draft like this on the air. Yeah. So, take AJ. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Promote like, that uh, again. Like Mark said, though, uh, make sure you tune in 10 to 1 every Sunday. Catch getting sports with drunk. The uh, the t shirts have been ordered. I will have them September 11th. 
They Thanks. will be. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have them uh, available to get them plane. out to you guys. Uh, be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's ordering Domino's pizza during a live draft <laughs> or surprising your friends with a live draft. Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Uh, and yeah, we're here on PPRN every Sunday from 10 to 1 p.m. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. It's going to be a good one. It's supposed to be beautiful out. It's supposed to get really gross out next week, though. Uh, Enjoy. And remember, Thursday night, Falcons, Eagles, in Philadelphia, NFL season, it's underway. Let's go dun, Eagles. Dun, dun, dun. We got double doubleheader primetime, Monday night football. Uh, I don't know who the first game is. Detroit, Only time that happens. Detroit, New York Jets. Gross, followed by Chargers Chiefs. Good way to kick off that division, wide-open division. Sunday night football, first Sunday night football game of the year. You got Green Bay and the new Khalil Mack Chicago Bears defense going up against Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be a great first week of football. Everyone's super excited. We want you to send us your best Arthur Blank photo. Send send us your best Arthur Blank photo. Send us the best one you got. Hopefully you got one with his dick out inside of a great, Great weekend, guys. But, uh, yeah, make sure to look out in the posts for fantasy draft updates Injury on updates. this live draft. Odell. Also, oh, make oh, sure oh. to keep your eyes out because starting Wednesday uh, and every Wednesday for the rest of the NFL season, Bud Light can pick ems Yeah. Get the standings and the uh, matchups coming to you every Wednesday night for the, the games for the season or Thursdays, depending on how I feel. Um, and we're also going to be doing pick ems Got pick ems set in. Real quick, we didn't get a chance to print out our pick'em sheets, so we're not going to do them until next week. So, real quick, around the horn, who do you guys got winning Thursday Night Football? I'll go first. Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Atlanta. Rebecca? No one cares. So, until next week, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Ah! Soze. J-Mark. Oh, Rita. Boo. Big big boo for everyone. Boo. Boo. Taking off the Red Baron. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.